We're live. Critically Unfocused Podcast, episode 103. It's uh, Blake Jamal <laughs> and Tyrell with special guest, uh, Pete the Elite, or do we call you Devontae, like, DP? I don't know. What, what, what do you prefer to go by these Pete. days, man? Y'all boys Coach, Coach one, Pete? Man. I call, yeah, Coach Pete, whatever y'all call me. We day one. Y'all know All right. That's cool. QB, too. <laughs> got, got that too. Number when I one. See random teammates in public, they go, oh, That's my QB. I'm like, that's kind of embarrassing, bro. <laughs> I'm 46. Right. Still him. That's, that's All right, funny. man. Uh, well, so it's a big week, man. It's, folks dropped his debut project. Been rapping for how long now? Technically, since like the senior year, I believe, but really got back into it like about three years ago for like for real, for real. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, hold Thank on. You. We'll, we got you on the intro here because, you know, we normally play music and it wouldn't be right to play anybody else but you right now because you're here with us. So hold got on. To, gotta play this it. ain't his intro, but I, I picked it for the intro because I felt like I'm a, we'll get into it after this. I was listening to this song at the gym, and you said the shoulder pain line. As I'm like lifting something, I'm like ah, oh. <laughs> uh, that's not even the best bar in that song. Though. I think it's the DMX line. I said on that's that. what I had on here. So I written down I the GPS DMX. Yeah, I went stupid on that second like, verse. Yo, this man found the crazy <laughs> run. Say the bar, Blake. Say the bar, Blake. Um, I don't. Have, I just I wrote down the the three um the three rhymes. I didn't write down the the whole entire bar. He knows it. Right. Uh, so the first, so the, the first three lines of the second verse is all that flexing niggas doing, that don't impress us. I'm on to search for something different. GPSs thinking what these bitches want. I don't DMXs and I'm just trying to flip the game. 3DSs. That is fucking crazy. Hey, that's, that's DMXs when I had him, I ran it back and I was like, wait, that's what I think he said. And then he said the 3DS. I was like, oh, this nigga's in his bag. Yeah, I'm like, nah, this, this man's kid is fucking crazy. One like really one day like three or four years ago like punchlines. I just started seeing words and I started seeing like a. Uh, uh, syllables, and all of a sudden, I, I, I literally have hundreds of punchlines in my phone. Like, and my whole album is riddled with punchlines. It's nuts. I, don't, I, I still have a note of punchlines, and I don't rap, so I don't blame <laughs> you. Gotta, you gotta save them. So, uh, that that was like um one of the questions that I had because, man, what the fuck, what track was it? Okay, um on, on track eight was Let the Money Talk. Cause yeah. like on that one, like I feel like you just went like crazy punch heavy, yeah. and like like you said, like it's I guess it's probably easier for you to write that way, huh? Like you don't you don't struggle doing that. It doesn't take that long for you, or 
Uh, well, I mean, I literally like will just think of something or I'll see a word and I'll like, oh, I can flip that. Like, um, and then I'll just put it in my phone and like to be honest, when I'm writing, when I get stuck, I'll just look for one of my punchlines and then and then add that or build around it. Can you to... can you explain to me from track eight? You said um, eighty five into a NASCAR. What did that mean? DB's uh, DB's about to turn his eighty five uh, colors into a NASCAR. Like, mm. he's just oh, it up. I thought it was yeah, like I mean, a NASCAR number. I was like, no, I he's about to turn his, yeah, he's just about. souping up his car. That's all. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I will um, say on that song uh, he just played, I did laugh out loud when you talked about your brother getting made fun of for being light skinned. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it until we just played it in here. I was like, damn, we made fun of Logic too many fucking times. <laughs> I just, That's fucking hilarious. I just put chum in the water. <laughs> nah, yeah. I like paused and laughed at the gym. But nah, the, the shoulder pain line, but that, the GPS DMX 3DS, I was like, nah, this nigga's in his fucking bag. Nah, yeah, he was going fucking nuts. Hey, um, so with. I didn't play track one, obviously. That was track two. Yeah. Um, track, uh, I, I wish I could quickly pull it up. But ha, did, was it hard for you to pick which one's going to be the intro? Because I feel like between those two, like they both like could very well be there. No, nah, um, uh, nah, for sure. So I basically, I was like, I took what a lot of our favorite rappers do and just go no hooks on the first one and just yeah, and really just kind of like, it's really like an update song, like of like where I'm at in life and then just try to make it as fire as possible. I've already like found a beat. I feel like kind of goes in that same thing for the, for the playbook too, whatever I call the next one. But um, that song I wrote probably almost two years ago, but I just updated it yeah. at times. Like, is, is that the it, oldest song in this project? Um, it's up there for sure. To, to be honest, most of those songs, there's only like a handful of songs I've done within the last like year, to be honest. What's the most recent? Uh, Desperados with my brother. And then um, yeah. Till the Sunset. Okay, okay. How did you, you make those? Oh, good. Now, when did you make those last two? Uh, Desperados, probably two months ago, maybe. I, was, and, I remember and, when you did that. Yeah. So the sunset, I had to be for a while, and I like that one. That was one where I just like I knew sometimes I'll get a beat and I'll literally think of a hook and then just sit on it for a long time and wait until I fucking decide to record. To be honest, do you? So I, my fault. Go ahead. No, nah, I, I mean sometimes it just depends. Like sometimes I get like. I'll have like a some, uh, it depends, especially if I have like a daughter, like I'm going through something, I'll want to record it right away. But then yeah. other shit I just stash until I'm ready to record. Do you know the name of the currency song that like your your intro shares a beat with? No. I, I don't know. the same sample. Yeah, I couldn't find that shit for the life of me, but I know currency rapped over that one. Mm. But I mean obviously he has like three billion songs, so it's hella hard to go track nah, some yeah, shit I down. Yeah, I didn't even know that was something that he did. Okay, no, I was wondering if you knew. I was I was trying to pull it up before this. Um, that that song has a lot of punches on it too. Yes, it does. I, th- I think my favorite one is the uh, uh, so what I say, tell a buyer, hurry if you're the one quarterback in the birds like Kyler Murray. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he was going fucking crazy. <laughs> um, hold on, what do I have everything else for that one? Um, oh, you was talking about okay, so on on track one, yeah, you meant you brought up the dynamic of like uh balancing like well. People looking at you rapping like while you're being a coach, and then obviously right. that's not your only role in life. Like you're a father too, sure. head of a household. Like it's a lot of shit to balance. And like, right. so like um, you obviously you had to put some effort this part of it right now to get this project out. And I know you probably got more plans in the future for it. But like, do you ever like 
feel like a struggle between the three or like do they all kind of work together you feel like uh honestly like on my outside life everything like gives me content to, to rap about but yeah. like i feel like in tacoma in general and just i feel like in our culture in general there's a stigma of, like if you're not like a really known artist you shouldn't be rapping yeah for sure for like, sure. i literally see people we went to school with and they'll be like oh you, you got your mixtape like delete me you know they'll say some crazy shit and i, I remember Tom, i remember sean brooks one time said something i'm like yo like Y'all literally don't support your own local artists. Like, nope. And, like, I mean, just me being, like, objective, like, us knowing rap, I know that I rap pretty well, and I can write courses, and I'm like, if you give my shit a chance, like, I really haven't ran into one person who I actually listen to my shit and go, oh, wow, this is not what I expected. And they like, this yeah. is what like, I haven't ran into one person, but I feel like it'll probably be, like, in the ladies' audience who just don't want to listen to rap. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's an unfair, like, double standard, particularly to apply to people who, like, choose to, to rap or, like, maybe something like that. Because, like, if someone, like, is, like, a... a Let's say like a photographer or a painter, and in their in their hobby, that's one of their hobbies, right? Like they're still an artist making art, yeah. but no one tells them like, yo, like you don't look at them like they should give that up. They should stop doing that when it's just like yeah. some way that they express themselves. Like and even other musical genres, like if you meet somebody who's like in a fucking Piano rock band, yeah, or like that, just yeah. plays the guitar, like and they play little shitty venues or whatever, or just like play with their like, friends. No one's this like, person needs a bass player, so I'm gonna go yeah. step in and do it. Like, yeah, yeah and I feel like crazy for that. Rap is probably the. It's the hardest to be. I don't want to say the hardest to be good at. It's hard to be good at, but like it doesn't take. You don't got to be doing hella shit to rap. Like you can just no. write on your phone, right. get you a microphone, and like you can make it work. Obviously, you need more equipment to sound better. Um, but it is it is definitely an unfair standard that I feel like I fuck up with too. Because like I don't oh, really sure. listen to like people that I know's music. Like Devonte is obviously different because like that's one of my closest friends. But like I don't listen to, like most of Sean's stuff. I'll listen to like some of his stuff on Twitter, but like somebody i've known forever who's close but like yeah it's it's weird to like listen to people's music that you know also right. if you're yeah. not like hella big i would say uh, Devonte is like one of three people who i'd say like i have like i at some point had like a close relationship with who like put out music and like all yeah. those three people I, I definitely fuck with their stuff and them three let's probably Devonte, uh frank and then uh fly like when he was rapping like yeah fly was nice yeah um I'm, I'm, I'm still pissed he gave it up <laughs> right i try to get him on the album to be honest he was being hella weird about, i don't say being weird but he just didn't have no interest in like even that's doing the 16. that's one thing that niggas need to be more real about it's not that people don't be necessarily supporting local artists some of you niggas suck like, well, and that, rap. It, that, well there, there's that part too but it's like like you said like he had no interest in it it's 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 a matter of um what motivates you to do it? Like, do you do it because you care about it or do you do it because like you're in the end, like you're looking for some type of payout or this to be like your new yeah. path. It's, it's the same thing. Like, why do we have 103 episodes of this podcast? Right. Um, right. Exactly. What a reality, like it, it's not paying us. Like we do this shit for yeah. fun. Like, it's, I will say I've like, even just like objectively, I know I've come a long way with my ability to like write rhymes. Like in the beginning, I would like, like, even now I tell my brother, like, the, one of the my biggest things I can tell you with is like eliminate as many syllables as possible. Like if you're forcing okay. that line, it's just unnecessary. Like it's not going to sound good. And like literally if I go back and listen to like when I first started versus now, I'm like, I can't even believe I was trying to write rhymes. Dude, and now it's like, now like it's like blue face. I can, uh, I can literally like be walking in and someone like say, I literally could just start rapping and just come up with some random shit. Like, uh, um, so like you said, your your growth with it, you figuring out which what works better and shit like that. Um, I was moving on to track three, like that. That's more of like a, and this like also like all over this project, like you like showed your ability to go on these different type of vibes and everything like that. Right. And yeah. then especially like what I really liked is when DB was on the track with you. Right. Um, 
and obviously, like you all have probably been rapping together for almost as long as you've been rapping, basically, right? We literally, like, he literally got me into rapping. He told me he wanted to do it, and I just wanted to engineer it for him at the time. So, because I remember he'd always like just say like little shit that was like, like a bar, basically. He had a natural flow, like for exactly. Real. He's a very gifted art, like rapper, for sure. So, like, um, is it is it like a I guess like a Styles and Jada type of thing where it's like when y'all are like making a song together, like both of y'all kind of push each other, you know, it's gonna be like. Some of your best shit, or I mean, yes, but like I have to, I have to, like it's like pulling arm and a fucking leg, getting him to rap. So yeah, <laughs> which is um, crazy because he's so good at it. That's right. what I was gonna. Like, that was I have that like question when, on here when too. I have sessions with him, I literally just like, like even now, I sent him. So we're gonna do a, a safe house project. I literally have like five or six songs like started with a verse and a chorus. They're just waiting for him, and like I sent him the whole files. I'm like, right, and then it's just when he comes, he's ready to go, and we have to. I have to, it's just all him rapping. And I'll just do auto recording at that time. Does he know how nice he is? Yeah, he does. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Are we good. sure he does? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you an example. One time, this was back when we was living on in the house on the hill, me, him, and DJ. Yeah. Like I had a room. They each had a room. These niggas would walk out if they see each other in the hallway. They instantly start battling. And DJ mm. was really good at that too. I'll never forget that one time we're in the kitchen. That's and this, funny. Nigga, uh, this nigga, D- DB, set off the top of his head. I don't know what, he, what the bar that led up to it, but the punchline was he's like, nigga, you can catch extensions like a ratchet ass party. And I was just like, like off the top of his head, and I'm like, yo, this, you're different, bro. He and he knows that, but he just he he's so focused on being a family man that like he doesn't he'll like won't even invest in himself. That's tough. That's tough. Which, yeah. No. I'm like, but he but the thing is, is he spent half on all the equipment, so it's like, bro, this is your shit. Like you, <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get in here, so yeah. I feel like you're supporting me. I literally, I literally send him beats every day. I stash beats for him. I literally have folders just waiting for him to come do his thing. So okay, I'm that. How, how many beats on here did you make? Did I make? No. Yeah. I bought all okay. Of okay, okay. Because I was listening to this. I was like, the production quality on here is really good. There was yeah. some, I think it was also the speakers I was listening to on it. Like, the balancing sounded a little off, but well, for the most so part, like, in the I headphones, have, the, the easy answer sounded. for that is uh, I buy two-track beats because they're cheaper. But if yeah, I was you... buying the stems, uh, th- that would get mixed. Okay. But the thing is, is, like, with my engineer, I don't know if it would cost more for him to also mix the stems, not just my vocals. So, yeah. yeah. I have to like find a way to budget it out because some songs to me sound better than others. Like as far as that For goes, sure. I yeah. totally agree with you on that. Some of it too is just like, um, this like the particular beat itself. Like it needs to be mixed down more. But if I don't buy the stems yeah. or just outright buy the beat, so you, I'm leasing all these beats. To be honest, if one song blows up, I'll have to just pay for it. Like, buy the For sure. Outright. Yeah. But, yep. So because that when leasing the beat, like anybody can still use it. Like that producer can right. still sell it to someone and like right. anybody can put it out. But I would, yeah, I think like once I turn my bass down a little bit, like I think most of them. Like so I know the the, the the hood the, the hood tail song. I've, there's another like group in Tacoma who did on who rapped on that beat, but they did like a traditional song, not what me and DB did. And I yeah. feel like we absolutely demolished them on that beat. How was yeah? So how long did that take to write like a storytelling type Bro, song like that? You're not gonna believe this, but we had written that we had something like we. So let me backtrack real quick. Remember when we when we all used to fuck around rapping? We just like take beats we liked from like artists. You mean I, specific, I specifically remember Blake fucking no, around. No, I right. forgot. I just never have. But the point is, like at that time, it was really hard to find like beats that weren't you know songs we know. Now you can go on YouTube. Literally, I see new beats every day, and I can find yep. like producers and find quality beats. And like yep. I have certain producers I go back to. Like I, there's probably four or five producers that are on there at least more than once. Uh, so it's just so much easier to like find a production. The funniest thing to do on YouTube is if you just have any artists and type in tight beat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. 21 Savage, tight beat, or like Blueface, tight beat. There is millions <laughs> of beats. I will say one thing I did appreciate about this, like 
another one of those things where it's like hard to listen to music from people you know because niggas be lying. But I feel like <laughs> you did a really good job of like balancing like like you was talking about some hood shit, but wasn't make it seem like oh I'm I am a killer. Like we it's me, Mr. Demon. It was more or less perspective, this, like saying I was sure. in there. I just like I, I like we my am I like in my head is like I'm hood, but I'm not street. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you definitely grew up in the middle of the trenches, but like right. niggas wasn't outside like robbing and shit. But like right. I felt like you did a good job of like having that come across, but not in a way where like someone's gonna listen to this and be like, man, this nigga Devontae played football. He wasn't doing right. all this shit. Exactly. But like exactly. I feel like a lot of artists struggle with that too. Because then they'll tell you years later, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't doing any of that bullshit. Like, well, actually. Like, <laughs> or, or somebody else comes out and is like, man, this nigga Quavo didn't do none of that shit. He was just sitting there. But it's like, okay, like, you made it very clear, but still made it sound good. He and went not to like, Cranbrook. oh, this nigga was just like. <laughs> like See, I like that because listening to it, I was like, oh, like, he's talking about like some hood ass shit right here. But it's not also in a way that's like, oh, man, this nigga ain't here lying. Like, it, it well, so, came across so, really good. The, so the hood tell song, Blake, back to your question. Um. I believe I wrote that first. So I don't know if you really noticed, but I'm I'm the narrator in that song, mm-hmm. and okay. DB's, DB's in an actual character in first person. Mm. So um, I wrote I, I wrote that initial verse, and he had wrote his very first verse um, to something else. Like a, I think we were fucking around on the Nas and, and Game Beat one time. Okay, and uh, then I, I literally just imported the vocals over once I had wrote that one to that particular beat I had found, and I was like, bro, this is perfect. And then uh, I had wrote a second verse, and he he had wrote something on his own. He pulled up, literally brought it. To be honest with you, that song really got done in no time. That is crazy. Um, hold on. There was – Side note, I tried to get my brother to play that, like, kid sound on there. And at the time, he struggled. And now I'm like, bro, the, the way you rap now, you probably could have done that for me. That, that a- man. You, you're making everybody around you growing as an artist. That's crazy. Well, bro, I tell you what. I'm throwing my – my brother to live. All he has to do is dunk it, bro. We didn't have nobody telling us how to do this shit. Now he has a decent studio equipment. We have an engineer. We have Pro Tools. We have all this shit. It's fire. It's like, yeah. bro. So I, that, is, that is crazy. Desperados, he was getting mad at me because I'm like, you could do that better. Like, fix that line. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't going to let him fail, especially with me. If I was going to put it on my album or if I was going to be yeah. like, I'm not going to have you sound like shit. I feel like that's a common story with like artists who actually like, like blow up, like, is that they had the person before them that tried to do the thing right. and basically bumped their head so they didn't have to. Yep. Yeah, you learn from the person's mistakes. So I, that kind of leads to my next question. Like, what have you learned? Because I feel like, like you've put out music before, but like, what have you learned about like putting together an actual album, like putting it out, having it on like actual streaming services for sale? Like, was it easier than you thought? More difficult than you thought? Like, anything? To be honest, in general, it's easy. But like, I didn't. I had to learn like the steps on my own. But like, the steps yeah. themselves are relatively easy. Okay. It's Got just it. like I didn't. I didn't know how to honestly. The, the, I don't want to say the hardest part, but the part I didn't have any idea about was getting it on the sites. Yeah. I thought I'd just go directly to Apple or something, but I use a it's like a third party Tungor, thing called right? Tilcore. Yeah. Yep. So. Ooh, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Uh, before we started Critically Unfocused podcast, me and DP had like three episodes of a podcast that we did, like peak COVID, like or like right before COVID hit, right. collective edition. Right <laughs> and now, we we couldn't fucking figure out how to like get it. Like I feel like Podbean was a thing, but we couldn't like figure out how to make it work. So we just never posted any of them. Like, I know I uploaded one, but it didn't actually post anywhere, so no one heard it. Well, we couldn't even like, find a platform to, like, record two different yeah. sets of vocals. Remember, like, we yeah. couldn't figure none of that out, so. Yeah, it was challenging. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of the, the problems that y'all are talking about right there, a lot of that stuff, like, we, if you, if someone wants to go back through our catalog, 
you can see us figuring out like what works best for us. And I don't know how many episodes we've been on StreamYard, but there was a lot of shit before this that, <laughs> that wasn't like this. Hey, shout- Craig got us through some tough uh, days. Craig. <laughs> Craig, Craig got us through some days. He would cut out hours of audio, but he got us through some days, man. Man. Hey, Vontae, free- I got a uh, question for you. So, yeah. why you sound you so any- sultry? Did you think about uh doing anything like like a teaser like to the lead up to the album? Like uh you know, to like when honest. artists get ready to drop an album, like they drop like a tape or like a like right a freestyle. Um, to be honest, I didn't even that? first of all, I didn't intend for this to be an album. I wanted to do an EP, but then like um more songs. To be out. honest, like some of the people who like would hear the songs from time to time, they'd be like, yo, when are you putting this out, when are you putting this out? So like the song, like the songs are to me outdated. I've heard them a million times, but like I think to answer your question, like I've learned that that's what I'm gonna do this time. Like I'm gonna do like a short EP before I put out the next one. That way, I we don't should have had you uh, rap over a bunch of different beats on the episode at the end. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we should ever do That'd that. Have been hard. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that they could come on for like. I, a I will tell you this: I keep like uh, I don't know 100 bars in my head in case I ever run into like a big artist and I feel like I need to take my chance. Yeah, you could just more. did that. We'd kick <laughs> on a beat for you. We kick on like the three hottest beats out right now. Could you rap over that shit? Keeping a hundred bars in your head is crazy. That's insane. I, I really, they're just ratings that I had that were supposed to go on songs and never ended up on songs. So yeah, yeah the, you figure like that's that's what um the rappers do like radio freestyles like yeah, those are sure. normally like songs, right. but they're just like hey, give me this beat I can fit this on this beat and right. Yeah, it just no. It, I'm saying I guess because I say it's, things are crazy in like a negative way. That's crazy to be able to do to have this oh, hundred yeah, bars yeah, in your head. Because yeah. when I see niggas like battle rap or do the radio freestyle, that's like blow my mind every time. How the fuck, niggas have like, to remember hell battle shit. rap is crazy because it's like yeah. three three rounds. You got to mix in new shit because you're like responding. But like a radio freestyle is like they just turned on a beat and you found a way to make the the shit that you had in your head work. It's like oh, you just you just you just had all that in your head to the Uchi Wally beat the whole time. That's right. fucking crazy. <laughs> if I ever made it on those shows, like I have a handful of beats that we grew up on that I know, I would ask him like, "Yo, play this one." I know, I yeah, can. like yeah. my shit sound like cadence wise would sound dope on this particular beat. What's your what's your go to like? You you get invited to sway in the morning. He puts yeah, on a beat. I don't know what beat you, you're what are you asking him to play. Um, well, the first thing that comes to my head is Snoop Lalo. Okay, that's oh a good shit, one. it's a fantastic beat. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one. Um, Blake, play that, that's, right that's now. like one of the top. I don't have that instrumental. If you I said anything off the car in 2001, I have the instrumental. Oh, also, that. also, uh, um, holla at me, baby, DJ Khaled. No, oh, okay, I don't even know what that is. I don't know that one. That's the first, uh, one. Like, like the one of his oh, very first, like, thanks, Jamal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Wayne rap over that one. That's how I categorize yeah, yeah, Wayne was first. Yeah, Wayne was the first okay. person on that song. Uh, Pib will have the best verse on there. All right, let me. Um, I got it. So right. <laughs> my questions are like in order of the songs on the album. Yep, um, right. you were talking about earlier how like um, I guess like you, you purchased all the beats for this. Um, but on track, so on track four, you have someone come in and sing the hook, Lavoy. Um, Darius. That's Darius. Yes. That's Darius Porter. Yes. <laughs> His middle name is Lavoy. That's what he wants to go by. Yeah, that's Darius. Oh shit! I would have never known. Okay, no, um, no, no, no. so hilarious. was the hook laid first, or did did how that how that how so that, that process go? So okay, I'm gonna tell you first. The second verse on that song I've had in that in my head since like 2014. Jeez, so that was is that the diluted. 
Like, no, no, that's the one where uh, no, that's I wrote that one for that beat particularly. Okay, but I, I'm pretty sure Darius came up with the chorus first, bro. I know bullshit. If we all sat down with Darius in the studio and I played a beat, Darius will come up with choruses like 15 times in a row. Like, like Nate Dog, yeah, hard. he's just like Nate Dog, exactly. That's crazy. This shit is hard. He's hella good at that shit. Like, right. you'll like, you put on some like B2K type shit and he'll give you like a B2K chorus. You're like, what the fuck, dude? He did I, his I thing. Was, Shout out to I obviously knew that you didn't like buy the hook, but I was trying to think of like who the fuck does he know. That would like that sounds like well, this. I couldn't think of anybody. I would never have guessed as Darius. I, I figured like with the online space, there's there's plenty of artists collaborating. Yeah, it's right. like, hey, I got this, I got this hook, and I got a beat already. I'm gonna put this out here. If someone wants to work together, we can make some shit. That's what I thought happened right here. I, I would have never guessed that was. That I was literally important. just heard it be and loved it. And I was like, ooh, I would like to rap on this. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure I didn't even have a cadence until Darius had a hook, and now I knew how to rap on wow. it. Wow. He literally, he was like, he'll like he'll play the beat, and I'm. I might skip to the next. He's like, no, go back, go back. I got it. Just give me a second. And boom, he'll start singing it. And he was like, every day. He started coming up with it. Yeah, and then, then once I get his melody, then I can put some like words to it. And then that's how we came up with it. Okay, well, hold on. We're going to hop around right here. because I'm playing it right now, and it just doesn't It doesn't make sense that that's him. Yeah, he's, he's pretty, he's pretty That's good. insane. That's crazy. On wow. uh, Okay, so you had you had Porter seeing the hook on that one. On track yeah. 13, he said, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. Right, I tried so hard to get someone to do that record, no one would do it, bro. Oh, okay, okay. You did, you did your thing. I, though. I really want someone. Else, I almost want to do a remix of that and have someone else do it. I was gonna say, is that something you see yourself to keep on doing, or you just had to get the song done? Uh, I would probably, if anything, I would attempt to maybe auto tune it next time. But other than that, no, that's not really. I actually all that. fired that out here. I said you you left it raw, but I put pause next to it. I was like, I wasn't right. gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Like I wrote that course myself, but I'm like, I know, like, so you know, my dad sings really fucking well, but like he be bullshitting. So like, I had to had to do it. Oh, speaking of pause, I don't even remember what song it was on. Was it? What's the holdup? Is that the song that's talking about smoking the whole time? Yeah, 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 yeah. You had a line on there where you said uh, somebody like put it to your lips and made you smoke it or something like that. That was a Friday reference, nigga. And but I, I don't, I, I, don't, I heard. Bar. I was in the gym and I was like, if I said that in the group chat right now, this nigga would pause the fuck out of me. There's no, no way. Sure. So honestly, <laughs> after I recorded that, I wanted to go back and say on a Friday just to like put the reference. That, that would song, help. But for sure. That would help. And that's. I, um, I totally agree. I totally agree. You you kind of you you're kind of going in order here, Tyrell. So we can talk about what's the holdup then. Um, yeah, so not heavy too. And so a big thing, obviously, like Tyrell said, the big big part of that song is the uh, marijuana and everything weed. Um, how is that like with your recording process? Is that like help hurt? Like is that well, a, like has uh, to be a part of it? Or? That was more a reflection when we used to smoke all the time. Yeah. I use CBD now from time to time, but other, like I, just because of my job, I can't use real weed at the moment. But that was a super reflection on when we used to sit in the house and get back all the time. I got you. I got you. Um, and then, so on there, you got the back and forth verses as well. Yep. Um, how is it writing those? Like, do he, you... He's not a fan of that. I, okay. I like doing that, yes. Yeah. So, um, that one, he kind of saw the division on that. Um, so, yeah, we would sit there. That one we kind of wrote on the spot. Okay. Yeah. But how do, I mean, how do you like you say a line and then he says a line? How do you how do you uh, do that? Yeah, so like, one of us, on obviously, I think I had I already had the chorus when I heard that beat. Like I, when first I heard that beat, I said this shit is crazy. So I like wrote the I, a chorus instantly came in my head, and then um, so I I don't remember who wrote the like how that started, but like yeah, once one of us like can rap like a four bars or eight bars, it's so easy to like like jump in after them and start rapping. It's super easy. I feel like. Um. All right. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I got this one right. All right, um, so we're gonna go backwards one here. Uh, on Mike, it's your birthday. That one's like more towards geared towards uh, Demi, right? Like that's the song's about. General, yeah, for sure. 
Okay, yeah, but it and you you kind of have it too in a place where I guess like if anybody's listening to that song, they can picture whoever that is on the other end of it for themselves. Right. For sure. Um, is are any of these like harder to write for you than or or is it just Honestly, like, all, no, like that one was that one's pretty easy. Like sometimes I'll be writing at work, I'll literally just think of like lines and pull out these paper and start writing them. It's like because I can hear the beat in my head. Like once I like hear the beat enough times, okay. my favorite part of that song is my bridge though. Like prior to the chorus, yeah, and like that was probably the hardest part to write was that bridge. Cause I like that's one thing a lot of artists don't do is write bridges. And like I forgot what they call them after a hook. There's like another word for like a bridge after the hook, but obviously the one prior to the hook is called a bridge. And I feel like that's one thing where separate myself because I do have bridges on a couple songs, I believe. Yeah, it. I mean, you, it's not really singing, but it, yeah, it's definitely melodic is what you got right. going on there. For sure. That's, for sure, it's a good vibe. It's kind of like Fifty inspired. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, for yeah. sure, that is something he would do. Yeah. Um. Ooh, okay. So number seven, pressure. I fuck with that one tough. You got the uh, I don't know if you, it's a Rick Ross sample. You know that? No, that's my favorite record on the on the project. Um, Ten Jesus pieces. It, it's, it's Rick Ross featuring Stolly. It's a dope, dope song too. Um, I've definitely seen that in track list before. But that one, if that one felt like a single or like a title track, is what I have written yeah. down here. If I was to do a video, it'd probably be for that. Okay, I, it, I, I was gonna ask about videos. Like, mine's a lot. I know you, I know you did one for. One we'll talk about later for Desperados, but do you plan to do videos for any of these? Um, I'm I'm up in the air. I would like to. That's kind of yeah. like with the whole like, am I going to be judged thing? I just have to like deal with it. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't yeah, know who said this, but fuck them and feed them cake. Just make the video because if you like doing it and you right. made the shit, why not? You already made the song. Well, I feel like you can't worry about other people. You're not wrong, and I feel like most people who like really no rap can't say that that would be a bad song like i'm like if you think nope. that's a bad song you must like my only like modern rap like if you don't like because even on the desperados in my comments people are like oh this is 10 years too late i'm just like i don't i don't like respond to it but i'm like hardcore rap fans fuck with that kind of shit so it is well you know so I mean? and I'll, I'll say like that that is that's an overall vibe that i had of the album that i felt like this like captured like um like 2010 to like 20 14 sort of like uh whiskey for currency smoke dizza it was like that type of like like right. vibe beats and shit like that but not in the sense that like this feels dated but it was just like yo like this feels like like an homage like a love letter to like that period in the modern day like yeah. um but like yeah not not in a fucked up way like, someone's hating on it saying some shit like that like that smoke is like one of my biggest it. influences i think as far as like beat style yeah these, I, I, I guess you could tell now that you say that i can kind of hear that but i feel like a lot of artists still do that like Currency, Smoke Dizza. I feel like Hit Boy's last album was kind of like that, where it's like, this doesn't sound like everything modern does, but it, as long as it sounds good, who fucking That was a, a like, very creative era, man. Like, uh, yeah. they call it very the block creative. era, but like, yeah, like, um, that's, I feel like this this is the evolution of that in, in, in a sense. Um, yeah. Nah, that's a, that's a good comparison, though. But you should shoot videos, though, if you want to. Like, honestly, yeah, like, like especially since you're creating, like, music, like, once you put something out there, like, it's anybody can critique it and say something yeah, about fact, it. Like, as expert wrong. content creators, we yeah, like, know, you know. Like, as soon as you put something on the internet, it's like, well, hey, this is cool, I fuck with it. So, I'm like, well, yo, this shit's Especially if you can clip it, like, you can clip a part of it, like, like you're, you're like you said, punch heavy, you make... Right. Clip, a, clip a verse or whatever from the video and put that shit up on the TikTok. That yep. <laughs> I think right one, of my next, one, of my, one of my next step with my TikTok is to do like a series called Punchline Pete where I just like say punchlines. And honestly, I thought about a way to get audiences is be like, in the comments, break down this punchline, I'll send you 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, as, if you mm. can tell me what I said and it's like what I'm trying to say, then like, uh, I remember one time I was, when I when I played In the Summer for DJ the first time, he had like heard it, but then when we were sitting down, he was smoking a little bit. He had said so he heard the, um, 
uh, gray sky for the scenery in the trunk with a pea tree, but you probably never understand if you never seen a reed. And he was like, holy shit, that's a crazy line. So I double entendre scenery, and he was like, wow. Like, that's going over so many people's, like, like heads for sure. That was crazy. But that's what I mean by, like, hearing <laughs> syllables. Scenery and, like, you see what I'm saying? So, like, that's yeah. why I hear syllables. Holy I, shit. See, I, I will say, I think, <clears throat> obviously biased because you're my boy. But, like, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that, like, I feel like separates shitty rappers from, like, good rappers to great rappers is, like, being able to, like, because anybody, I feel like anybody can hop on a beat and say some shit that's right. like, oh, okay, you rode the beat, like, it sounded kind of cool, but, like, you didn't really say nothing. Or even if you right. did say something that, like, wasn't really impressive, but, like, being able to, like, throw entendres on there and, like, use, like, wordplay and shit like that, right. like, yeah. on a beat that sounds good, which I think, like, every beat on this album... I think it's absolutely fire. That's why I was asking how many you make. Because all of them, I was like, also, there's no way this nigga made this. One, this one of my incredible. biggest goals is to have as many, like, sports punchlines as possible to, like, go towards my, like, sports and coaching thing. Yeah. Fire. You got you know to I mean? start doing the baby Tron and just start shouting out random. Shout oh out Nate God. Davis on it. <laughs> Put Nate Davis on it. So, like, I, I, I know there's bars on that last song that people are not going to understand, like, the moving blocks like a pulling guard. Like, I was talking about, you know, when the niggas were selling dope on our hood and shit. Like, <laughs> I know niggas just are just going to, like, they're not going to get no. So you did, you did it for the line, then I appreciate you. One of the best ones I think on there is uh, I was like, uh, I'm going to raise the bar. The flow is stronger. They believe in me because what I got in store, you got to listen to a GNC. I'm like, a lot of people ain't going to catch that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like we're gassing you, bro. I swear to God. Just... Sounds like we dick eating. I know. <laughs> hold on. Where's the – hold on. I'm about to eat dick for three hours straight. I'm about to eat dick <laughs> hey, were y'all playing this? I was crying at work, though. <laughs> I've been listening to the pod while I'm working, and I'll be like, I'll be 30 feet in the air, and I'm like, yo, what are you laughing at, bro? I'm like, nothing, bro. The dick eating is brazy right now. As, as somebody who makes fun of people for dick eating all the time, there's a healthy amount of dick eating you could do with your people. All right, okay, it's, 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 it's cool to dick eat your friends. Yo, <laughs> every once in a while, you gotta do a little dick eating. There's this dude at work right now. I, I constantly like say that he does like gay shit, and yesterday I said, oh, bro, you like you fucking with that new Metal Gear, huh? I was like, because you're a snake eater, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about that later, but shout out to that. I can't yeah, wait. Dicky, if it's your friend, hey, okay. it's just uh, extra praise. I, 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 I know we don't got you for that long, so let me finish asking you about this. Hey, yo, oh, shit. what? Not, I, I was reaching. No, was we're gonna get to you too, Mr. <laughs> Nasty. Was, don't worry about that. Nothing. I got you on the docket. Um, all right, so. Is Fresh Be Greasy somebody we know too? Because I saw you got other track with him outside the album. No, I used to work with him. He kind of got me. He honestly is the one that got us back into rapping because he's a, he's for a, a white boy from the Bay who was like, when I first met him at work, I, I don't remember if he told me. I was like, oh, I used to fucking around rap. He's like, I really rap. And then like, to be honest, when, I get, when we first got in the studio the first time with him and DB, he was like, oh, wait, you niggas are different. So, oh. <laughs> but he, I give him a ton of credit. He really got me back into it. I'm doing like a joint project with him called Elite Freshman. Okay, so when you, now now when you said he's a white boy from the Bay, after party makes sense because right, yeah. it got the bop to it. And I was going to ask the environment for recording tracks like this, but was he a part of picking the beat for that? Because it, nah, it I definitely found that, got I found that when I found uh, Ain't Fucking With Safe House. Okay. Same, same producer. Okay. Okay. And I just I heard did. it. I was like, this sounds like a radio single. And like, I'm not a huge fan of those, but I'm like, if I have to pick one, like this is like, a, to me, it's not like it could work. 
That sounds like a live performance song too. Right. Like, yeah, for sure. That seems like something that would get uh, people moving. I have two in a stash. That I'm gonna send you guys, and I need y'all to help me pick my single. I was actually meant to send that to you guys. My next for my next one. All right. I did laugh at the intro to that a little bit because all I could think about was you going to glories. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you going to glories and then going to after party afterwards. Not wrong. So then let me ask you about the next song. Old you back. Yeah. Um. Did the that song work? Out of pure emotion, bro. Okay. No, she didn't get the song for like a year and a half later. I was so nervous <laughs> to get that one to her. So I had done a song for her once and gave it to her right away. That one, I I did not give that one up until the album was almost ready to go. Got you. All right. I'm glad you got what I meant. So the song, if I, people out there haven't heard it like, yet, the, that, the song is like, yep. not, not, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily call it like necessarily like an apology, but it's sort of like a, we've been fighting for a little bit. Right. <laughs> that was literally, yeah, for sure. That was written with emotion. And I had found that beat. I don't know if I just like, like when I listen to certain producers, I'm like, oh, that's tight, but I don't know if I would ever do anything with that. And then when I had gotten to that that mode, I was like, okay, I know what beat to go to. And then like writing it was super fucking easy, even though it was like hard, like mentally, like the rhymes just that was that was like so easy to write that song. I'm trying to think what my relationship like if I could if I could rap, I probably would be single. <laughs> like, I probably would have <laughs> fucked this. Up. I probably would have did. <laughs> you definitely seem like the type Blake that don't know when to shut up sometimes. No. You would like try to bar your wife up, <laughs> and, and knowing her, she'd take your goddamn head off. I would have made, could I would have made the song, and then we would have got through whatever we was going through. But the song was already done. Right. <laughs> it, it's your ringtone. Yeah, it's like the way you do it. This just makes me think about when you talked about that you didn't plan on losing playing video games. <laughs> man, <laughs> I was I'm like, well, I'm that too. Yeah, man, you can't be can't be giving them chances out here. So. <laughs> hey, you question. gotta be good at what you're good at. Question: Is it hard to watch what you say when you're rapping? Because you know, like we come you from wanna, that era. That you want to say period. the f word so bad? No, I, no, I'm not even talking. You want to say it's it like, so bad? <laughs> yes, you do. That's the album title. That's exactly what word you're talking about. There's only one word. What fun? There's one word. No, yeah, not fun. just like you know, just like you know, like I don't know, like because you know, you a father and shit now, and you sure you watch your music to be in like certain places. You, you like tone down on like the cussing, you know, saying the n word stuff like that. No, nah, no, no, no. I don't think so. I. I think when I write songs, like, when, I, when I write conscious songs, like I try to think about like how this perceived. But as far as like like my explicit, no, nah, not really. No, I mean, okay, you know, I just want to sometimes see, like for the sake of the song, like, if a line sounds better with a different word, like swapping nigga for bro or something, I'll do that. But you know what I mean. Other than that, no, not really. Okay, okay, that's why I wasn't talking about like slurs and stuff. I don't know what the fuck. I can really tell you about. this, like me knowing, like doing that project. There's some things I would go and back and change, but it's like it'll never come out if I continue to do that. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's almost any artist. So. That's the that piff version. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um I think ooh. I liked on, on Desperati. He said this ain't an Iverson sneak, so don't you don't you question defeat. I was like, oh, oh shit, he did that. Did you catch the line before that though? I don't got it written down here. I, I probably said, did. I said, uh, you ain't a pimp, you pay for women, spent your life paying, blowing bands on the box like a buy station. <laughs> On Warzone, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I know that one went over most people's heads too. So, holy shit, this man got the video game bars in there. Look, look, he got everything. Like, you want sports? He got something want... for everybody, man. When I wrote, I wrote, I wrote most of my brother's verse on that too. Like the when he said the Miles Morales line, I said, "Oh, you could double entendre." He's like, "What?" I said, "Morales," and he was like, "Oh shit!" So I like kind of helped. Him. Oh, you giving mm. up the juice, man? He don't want niggas mm. doing that. 
<laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find it, us in fifteen that was, years. That, that was really his flow, though. I just hope him when like, y'all start beefing, he's from the. He, 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 don't, uh, he don't want the smoke. He gonna play this <laughs> audio. He don't want mm-hmm. the smoke. <laughs> Here's oh what they God. think about you. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I can tell you when I got in the stats for the uh, when Aaron Rodgers got traded, I said, "Uh, how do you want a jet with eight balls of that green like Aaron Rodgers?" Wow. Yeah, you. Okay. Okay. No, I'm that's excited. Light, that's pretty. That's pretty light. To be I'm honest. excited for what's next. This this definitely was was um was was good. More than solid. Um, I was fucking with it. Was not um. Yeah, it was not a problem to listen to this multiple times and put these notes down. Let me tell you that it was fun. I was I was happy. Yeah, I'm like my boy's eating this shit up. This is crazy. Blake immediately was like, "Let's have him on the show." I was like, "This shit better not suck." When I listened to it, and I listened, to it. I was like, "Oh, okay, this nigga put, yeah. put the work in." Okay. Hey, another question for you. Mm-hmm. What song? If somebody rapped over it, like rapped over the beat, and they dish you on it, would make you feel a certain kind of way? <laughs> like, especially which beat? Yeah, like if somebody like what song, like what song Ooh, would they take? Well, Honey Dip. Jamal is awful, bro. Wait, wait. So you're saying question. one of my beats no, or like from, a beat from the from album? No, like a song on the album. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I thought you mean like a uh, uh, just on either no, like a nigga took a song off your album, like. like they play, they play it, you're and they're like, yeah. right. they start fucking you up on it. I'd probably say I ain't fucking with Safe House, Pressure, or talking my shit. <laughs> they do like they do like the uh, like how how Nas on Ether the fuck Jay Z. It's like fuck deep, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Have you ever written a diss track? Mm, no, my brother wants okay. to write one right now. I'm trying to like. Talking about that ledge, so he got into a fight. He thinks he wants to write a diss track about it. So that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Well, so so the Desperados thing, he got like super popular in school over that. So like he's now known as the rapper at his school. So mm. hey, yeah, now instead of fighting, he wanted this niggas the right. mantle to hold. Okay, he goes to school uh, at GK. I don't think no one's really going to be able to even step to his throne over there. But did he win the fight? According to him. I don't. I don't well, see, might I don't. be like some like a Morgan Wallen out right. there. Like, did he? Did he look like he won the fight? <laughs> he ain't got no noticeable. Um, okay, you know okay. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, do you mean there's gonna be a Morgan Wallen out there? Like, tell. somebody's gonna call him the N word? I mean, I know. But oh, okay. Damn. I'm just wondering. <laughs> just asking for clarity. I just. You might get like a country diss. There's probably. There probably is a country diss out there. Right. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I've Definitely seen the, I've seen enough Yellowstone. I know Your boots look there. like shit, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you shot bad Duluth, you broke bitch. Yeah, got a two feeder truck. truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. That is funny as hell. What would you say your favorite song on the album is? Pressure. Okay, and then how Pressure. did you how did you put the sequencing together? Like. Did you like do like the first and the last one and then throw stuff in between? Uh, and, well, so I knew talking my shit would be the intro. I knew when I heard it be for till the sunset. I said this sounds like a like an like an ending song. And for then sure. the name is an ending. For song. the most part, I try to like split up um the features in the solo songs. Like, okay, that way there's not. You know I'm saying they're kind of like spread out, so that's kind of yeah, part of it. Too. And then I try to keep like the two women's tracks kind of away from each other, like the. Plus, like DB's like on there heavy, so I try to make sure I spread his verses out and shit. It's kind of just, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's one mm-hmm. thing. Like, I definitely asked someone, like, yo, what do you think about the order of them? And people mm. thought they it was in good order. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I got one more. Um, Million Dollar Dreams. Yeah. So that song, how did the feature come about with KZ? And does KZ someone we know too? 
Nah, uh, Tyrell might have met him. It's one of Ben's homeboys, uh, Kaz. You, you might have met him before, Tyrell. Um, oh, the white dude? No, white dude? Black, no, he's a black dude. Oh, okay, I don't know who that is. I don't think uh, so, at least. Uh, so what's the question again? Like, how did the feature come about? Well, yeah, because um, so this one, when I listened to it, um, because again, like I asked you before, like, was the hook on there first? Right. That one did kind of sound like that a little bit, like, it, yeah, like he sure. fitting around it. Yeah, um, I, I definitely wrote the hook first in the verse, and I just knew that like I wanted to do a song with him, and I felt like that was the right one because he's definitely he can he can go, and I was like, this is one where I need someone to actually have content, not just rap about whatever. So, yeah, he that that sounded professional, like that sounded that uh, when Tyra was talking about the audio shit, I, I have that written yeah. on you, like yeah, that one, um, that one sounded different. <laughs> that was yeah, a good one. Sure. That's one of my favorite ones on there too. I kind of forgot about that song. I did that one quite a while ago too. Okay. Yeah. That's one of my favorite verses, especially towards the end. He was like, when I wrote it, dude was like, How did you keep rhyming that same same scheme? I was like, I don't know, bro. I just did it. I run I ran the same scheme for like 12 bars or something like that. Did you have to cut anything off of here or did you have to cut a lot of stuff off here at all? Like songs? Yeah. Cause I know you said you wanted to make it an EP originally, but like, yeah, so did you have, I mean, like, there's definitely some songs that I started that I thought would be on there and I chose not to go with him. And then like, let the money talk was a song I had done a long time ago, but, and I had mixed it myself. And then like, it's one like where DB's like, that's one of my favorite songs. You should put that on. And I was like, okay, I'll like, fuck it. I'm going to just re-record it and then get it mixed. So I don't really think I took any off that I can think of for sure. Oh, uh, there's one or two, but like, that's the deluxe. When yeah, you come back either, like either that or did. they'll go on like a lot of a lot of them too are like when I have features, so they could go on like a group the group project something like that. Hey, LeBron. And next week that, we come back video, with two more of them. That Here video of LeBron doing like, is there any problem with two weeks from now we come back and we hit him with the next four? What's wrong with that? You, <laughs> I need that to be like the intro. I, I will say this: one of the things <clears throat> I didn't expect is when I submitted the album, um, the cover art. Like I had like. Safe House on the Top presents, and then like, uh, oh, yeah, had, that's what you originally sent. I had the logo of our, our group logo, and then I also had the dude who makes all my songs. And they like, you can only literally have your album name and your artist name. That's it, mm, as far as really goes. Yeah, and then I also ain't fucking with Safe House. I had to put like the stars for the C's where the CK goes, yeah. And uh, they said you can't even, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, uh, uh, not explicit, but like, um, what's the word? Uh, I forgot what they said, but basically I can't like you know do that myself. Mm. If that makes sense, like they'll do it for me. Okay, I forgot, so I forgot on, what the word is I use on the one I I mean so I just bought this like none of them are, are asterisked out, but yeah I get what you're saying with the the cover. That's how come I guess some albums like the whole entire album name will be that entire thing. Yep. That's the only way to get it on the screen. I'm trying to think. What do they what do they call it? Oh, yeah, they basically said I self-censored it. Like, you can't do that. That's what they don't want you to do. So, so like, when, I, when you upload the songs to TuneCore, they literally have to check a box. Is this explicit content? You have to, like, check that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, interesting. man. I'll, we, we, all, we all definitely proud of you, though, man. You did your thing on here. That's um, tough. I, I'm, I'm very, like, uh, looking forward to the next one. Like, because you said, like, these are, like, over two years of, of different, like, recording at different times like that and putting together the project and yeah seeing like where you're at now um it's gonna be cool um, i'm definitely be there for the next one yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it i think like now i have the formula 
So I know the format to like how to do this the right way. Yep. One thing I would do different is like when I buy beats, I would literally, well, I'm going to write to them first before I buy them. Cause I buy beats like that's fire. I could do something with that. And there's some like, I have some in my stash that I've never done nothing with and they're yeah. super fire, but it's like, I don't get no, I don't get a course from them or something. So it's like, ah, and that's where somebody like there is some coming in sometimes to help me out. But mm. I can definitely got a stash of some crazy beats. They're like, if I play them for you, I was like, holy shit. Would you ever consider doing, I guess like, um, like you said, you want to do an EP, um, but I guess like the, the mixtape route is still there where it's like you have like you said those beats that like are are your favorites from um, the past or whatever right. like the other artists have been over. Would you ever like just do some shit like that like with no hooks like a dedication style like maybe not even that long where it's like right. twenty tracks like Wayne would do but like eight I would or love something. I would love maybe to do that but I, like, I don't listen to a lot of modern rap so like I don't know if those beats are gonna connect with the audience other than like people our age or people older than us like uh i i've collected some beats that sound like uh like in a major way to 40 album for me and db and like like our like tyrell's dad jamal's dad like they're gonna fuck with that because of that sound so it's like we could do those and we can rap on other beats but it's gonna be like shit from like what carter two and dipset beats and but if, if that's who's beats, fucking like, with you that's who's fucking with you though right no like, for sure yeah i gonna say like that's yeah, you. if you're fucking with people from the Bay or like niggas from up here, like I feel like people from Washington listen to a lot of Bay Area music, so they still will like fuck with something that has that sound. Yeah, I would almost prefer, it. I would almost prefer to do like live. You guys ever seen the dude Shah Mula where he just raps like in, on the camera, kind of like what I do with the Desperados mm-hmm. video? But I'd rather just honestly have my big ass like Bluetooth speaker play a beat and just start rapping on video and like make it seem like I'm freestyling almost. Yeah, okay. instead of like trying to pump out mixtapes with just with recycled beats. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. That is a good way to get lost in the shuffle for sure. Like, but it, would you make it like some actual content, like with a video and right where I'm just something. like gassing at? Exactly. Yeah. No, that that definitely is um, a bit more captivating, I guess, for, for someone who who isn't already tapped in with you. I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. I remember when we recorded the video, people were like driving by, like filming us with their phones and shit. Probably thought we looked stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these TikTokers. Right. I was just exactly. about to say, this kid out here filming exactly. TikTok. This is hip hop. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> right, fucking right. That video's got uh, like almost seventeen thousand views though. So damn, it, it, oh, it, it, it did what it needed to for sure. That's impressive. Oh shit, we gotta yeah, we're gonna definitely make sure we get the links inside the uh, description and whatnot for this for this pod and uh, make and make sure you put the paid link so niggas buy it. Do our part. We're gonna get you popping in Australia, my boy. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I get paid tomorrow too. I'm gonna buy the album. For sure. Buy my, buy my album too, y'all. You got a promo code so I can get like a 10% off? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, so what's funny is like I didn't know it was going to go to the iTunes store because I have a couple of dudes at work. Or, they're like, yo, can I buy the album? And I'm then my dad texts me. He's like, I bought it. I'm like, how? Like, I didn't know that there was an iTunes link <laughs> That's to funny. it. And then uh, I don't like know that how much they were going to charge for it or none of that. So I just knew I was oh. going to get paid for streams like through like TuneCore, like, you know, through Apple Music and the various like streaming sites, but I didn't know it was like an actual thing you can like die, uh, download and like burn to a CD like if you wanted to. Like somebody asked me to make a or DB said I should make like a a master copy. We should get it pressed up and like have it like some on our wall. Like get the whole thing done. Like yeah, why not? Copy that. Yeah, fuck it. Well, yeah. my first of all, my computer don't even have a disk drive, so I mean, not that that's a problem, but um, that's what I'm saying. Um, when I told you about Bandcamp, um, if you put your stuff up there, people yeah. can buy it in whatever medium they want. So it's I like. See. 
I don't think it's on you to get that done. I think it happens to them, but like, yeah, you can buy vinyls through through, through fucking uh, Bandcamp. Oh, it's so not like my, you're pressing those. I guess my only hang up when I when we talked about that was like I'd have to do like a back cover, I guess, and then like the uh, CD would have to uh, have like a, a artwork too, right? I'm guessing so. Yeah, uh, with vinyls, a lot of uh, at least just with vinyls, all, you just pick a disc color. The, those okay. don't have artwork on them, um, but yeah, back cover is a thing. Yeah, so that's something I, I want to do. Uh, Probably do the front like cover without like. Oh no, never mind. Like I want to do a master copy, but and then I'll have to do like a whole track listing on the back side, I guess. So. Ooh, another question I had. You mentioned a couple times about like getting the shit like mixed and like having an engineer and stuff. Is it somebody you know that does that, or do you have to like outsource that to somebody else? Yeah, so I, I think it was just like my algorithms for like my my music page, and a guy named Alexi Brook popped up, and he's like uh like fifty bucks for a mix, and I clicked on this shit and it was dope. I was like, ah, fuck it, 50 bucks, I'll give it a shot. And I think the first song he mixed was either In the Summer or What's the, what's the Hold Up? And I was like, oh, that's all I've been missing. Like, because I can do a rough mix myself and it's cool, but like, anyone like us is going to go, that's not mixed. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. like professionally done. So, he's a professional engineer. Like, I so, I'll record all the files and then uh, you like consolidate them, which means it takes the length of the beat and it takes like, let's say I record the hook here and then like my first is the, the next like, thing under that it'll like make it the length of the beat so when he then i package the files up and i send it to him on a thing called we transfer he literally just grabs the files and moves them and that, that way they're all where they need to be instead of him trying to like piece everything back together like it's almost impossible to do that so yeah you know, and then he then he'll what he'll do is he'll, he'll mix it and then he'll send you like uh, a third of the song and be like you know what do you think if you if you're good with it or if you want changes you can and you can even do changes after, but if you like the sound of it, you go boom, cool, and then you submit your payment, and then he sends you the full song in Wave and MP3 format. Damn. So when it comes to mixing, are they just like adjusting your audio and stuff, and like the audio of the beat to make it like uh, EQ and compression for the most part, and then putting okay. like you know like echoes and reverb and a little swag on it for sure. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But um, you know, we've had to like obviously all of us have produced this podcast and like right. trying to figure out like what sounds good, and you know when it doesn't sound good. Right. And I think one of the clicking buttons and shit. One of the biggest things they do is uh like um what do they call those? When you're getting rid of the P's and the B sounds, uh oh they're like they're like popping. Yeah, I, I forgot what the name of the like that EQ thing is. I I can't for some reason I can't think of the top of my head, yeah. but uh that's one of the biggest ones I think. I, I know that shit is a skill because uh if you ever like like a song like you're you're fucking with and like they end up playing it on like the, the button podcast, it sounds completely fucking different. But right. that's because like they they have like an engineer as part of their podcast and like he does some shit to it where music never sounds better than it does if they play it on that podcast. So like, you'll go find mm-hmm. the same song. The shit does not sound like that. Yep. Yeah, I think uh like one thing people ask me is, is like how did you find all the beats or whatever? Like I usually I'll try to buy beats in bulk. So like most producers on YouTube go buy one, get three free, buy two, get four free, or they'll have some sort of bulk deal. So I never try to buy just one beat because otherwise I'm gonna spend like you literally spend 30, 40 bucks, 50 bucks for a beat when you can spend 30 or 40, maybe 60 and get five beats. So, yeah. Are they picking I, the free ones or you just get to? No, no, you just go through their catalog. Yeah. I don't want your handout beats. I don't buy like beat packs. I just, I pick beats that I like from their, yeah. their website and then go from there. Um, I'll probably say if I had to roughly guess, I probably spent about 1500 making it, like getting a mix, buying all the beats. Damn. Uh, yeah. And then like the equipment itself. So, but wow. I mean, in, in retrospect, I, for like what a major artist probably pays for, you know what I mean? 
And I mean, that's fifteen hundred dollars over like a two, three year span. So. Oh yeah. Okay, that's not that bad. Oh yeah, yeah, that's instead of spending all at once. And plus, and plus, like I said, I don't think I would do that many songs again. At least not for my next project. So like, even with that being said, I wouldn't spend that much. I don't necessarily think. Like you said, a lot of this too was like you figuring shit out. So it's like. That fifteen hundred you spent was like was part of it was research, you know. It's yeah, like having some I know for the next there. one. Yeah, the next one I can streamline this shit and get it out. Probably much less than that. You oh, gotta buy the equipment again. The thing I was thinking of is called a DS or do you guys have to use those? It's like gets rid of the S sound too when they're really harsh. No, basically, I mean what we used to do, or I don't I don't know how y'all do it, I should say. But what I used to do was I would download the individual tracks, I'd put them in Audacity, and then from there I'd like normalize volume, and then uh, there's one other thing I would do. Um, and then compress them down to one MP3 and upload that shit to, to Podbean. But now StreamYard, um, it basically does that same work to like 95% of what it would be if I did it myself. Damn. So I just take that and upload it on its own because oh, that's fire. The 5% is not going to make a difference for us fire. at least. Yeah. Like, I think honestly, I, if I, that's one thing, a skill I want to learn, I encourage my brother to do. I was like, yo, if you don't know what you want to do, go like, go do fucking music engineering, bro. Like, it's yeah. it's an easy job, like in general, like not physically like labor job, but I was like, it's fun to do that shit, and you can make a lot of money doing that. And that's probably something I want to learn. That way, I can mix my own shit because I think like I think that's what Sean Bricks does. He should be sounding hella good. Okay. Uh, and there's like so many things you can buy today. Like you don't even need a home studio. You can buy a fucking like a little. You ever seen that thing? It's called like an eye that goes around the mic. Yes. You got those. You can buy the things where it's like a mini booth that goes over just your head. All kind of shit. You don't have to have like a to get Holy like shit. to get like the studio like noise cancellation stuff. It's there's a lot of options these days. So well, no, yeah. I think too like that's another thing that this that at least doing uh, the audio stuff for this podcast has taught me is that there's only so much you can do um, to improve the the what you have already. You know, it's like right. a lot of it is best based on how it was captured, and if. Yeah. If something was messed up there, like if like the, the person like had an echo in their room, or um, I don't know, like they their their mic their gain was too high on their mic, so it's like their shit was blaring. Like there's only so much you can do to make that sound good. Yep. Like, you're really, not I mean, like I said, for me, the only thing I could do different is get better equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I know, I noticed when I rap when I did like I used to work on songs over at Killer's house at Cam's house. Mm-hmm. And they have a fucking. Uh, actual like um one of those um sound amplifiers and like when you just get in there and like let's just say i'm like talking and myself like you can notice a difference versus someone who has just like a, a, a interface versus when they have an actual amplifier mm-hmm. it, it makes so much different like honestly i want to record at my next ep i mean cam just talked about it. i'm gonna go there and do like three four songs at a time i'm gonna record all of it at cam's house and see how the difference is gonna sound because his equipment is pretty fucking good yeah you probably like that for sure yeah so i'm super excited to do that Actually, yeah, man. He's when I was uh, me back up with him. Um, I think he sent me something that I think one of his artists did. Yeah, that shit. That shit was good. (laughs) Ken's pretty good at mixing. One thing I've learned too is like, this is where a lot of dudes make mistakes who I've like tried to collab with in the past. Like, they think a studio session is like for y'all to sit down and write. Like, bro, we're pulling up through. Have your verse ready to go. Like, yeah, bro. That's what I think a misconception about like music in general is. Is like people think that they go to the studio, they're sitting there smoking and drinking and, and thinking of rhymes. Like, bro. You're paying this engineer. I mean, the engineer's gonna get engineer's gonna get paid regardless. But like, yeah, make the most of your time. Shit, yeah, you need to pull up ready to record. Like, have your beat, have your rhymes ready to go. Yeah, think, so. yeah. They see the images of like uh, people signed to major labels having studio yeah. sessions, and it's like that artist is not paying for that. The label is right. so yeah, exactly. they can hang out in there all day and do that type of shit. Yeah, exactly. 
Yep. And the, the engineer's just getting paid on the hour. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. So, he don't care. <laughs> and that's what's cool about my engineers. Like, the turnaround time's like a day, a day and a half. And But he's in Russia, bro. So, like, I get the shit in the middle of the night, which is cool for me because I'm usually up at work. So, I just, oh, shit, I get to hear it right away. But That's that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might, you really might be international right now because he might have played your shit to somebody over there. Lightweight, lightweight. I know my, I know after parties getting played in a club in Ohio because one of my cousins was a DJ. So, yeah. Hey. So, man. Shout out to you. I'm trying, bro. It's hard with coaching and shit. I spend so much time coaching. Like, it's hard for me to, like, focus on it. You know this is mean? your little window, though, for sure, right. right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, shit, you probably got some seven on seven shit coming up though soon, huh? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, we got spring ball in July though, so that's a. Well, so basically, long story short, we did it in June last year when our kids like play lacrosse and they don't end school to the end of June. Oh, okay. so we just can't, we can't, just, we can't do, don't don't miss practice if we did it in June. So yeah, we have to do it in July. So. Like y'all, y'all like a month away from two a days, like right. <laughs> That spring ball in the peak of summer. Well, and I'm like I said, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm leaving my job soon, so I should be able to like pod more and give you guys more updates on shit. Um, y'all would love to hear the shit that's going on with football because it's fucking nuts, bro. That shit's really blowing up for real. For real, that before you, man, it's a grind though, bro. I, I lose a lot of sleep because of football, bro. So, oh my god, do you think, um, at least I'll ask you about the football part then, um, are without you don't got to answer this if you don't want to, but like, are, are you? Are you ready to to move on from the high school level, or like you think there's more for you to do there that you're excited about? So. Um, I think to be honest, like the off season program shit that I do now, there's so much money coming in. Like the college level is like a risk, and I, you're constantly moving your family. I think it's for someone who yep. doesn't have a family. Yeah, and then like okay. you're also you're also like like the turnaround on those jobs are so fast. You're at the mercy of the head coach. Like if he gets fired, you're going down, and you know how Everybody's fast the turnover is. Yep. Yeah, so it's like at the high school level, it's really, especially like once the head coach is in the building, it's hard to get them out. And if you start winning, like they're not gonna, they, they don't, they're never going anywhere. And like at Mercer, we've the culture is so different from when we got there to what we've already like established there. They're like we're setting up shop. They want to get our coaches in the building. They're paying us good money, and then the off season shit is just is blowing up, bro. I'm, I'm actually doing a I'm coaching at a, the, uh, the Avery something showcase. I forgot what it's called. I'll send you guys a link to it. It's a pretty big like. Um, Bryce Young did that camp. They're doing one out here. And um, so, like, as for QB training, like, my name is, like, really blowing up out here. So, I'm That's awesome. Jeez. So, great, for, like, I do – I do. Uh, we're starting QB school, which is where I teach X's and O's. I'm making, like, almost 80 bucks an hour doing that shit, bro. So Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, got to stack it. And then, obviously, being a dad now, so it's – I have to, like – honestly, the biggest sacrifice is gaming and, and is – where my sacrifices is coming down. That's the shit that doesn't produce anything. So that's the one that has to go. I get my little one race in a week and that's really about it. So Um, have you considered, I guess this will be another use of your time thing that would be taking up your time. Like you said, like you're, you're, you're in the QB uh, uh, specialist coaching thing now and everything Uh, you consider like, I guess, producing content around that, Um, you know, like like JC O'Sullivan or something like that. Like you you breaking down shit. It's so hard to do it myself. I like, I need someone to film Video, well, yeah, that and like I guess video editing is a is a bitch that, and a half. That's that that's my so that's my long. other hang up with like even like doing iRacing racing videos. It's like I don't want y'all to watch me doing caution laps. So it's yeah. like if I don't have no one to edit it, I don't want to bother with it. But yeah, yeah. for sure, that's some like that's that's one thing where I'm lacking in my coaching is like content. So all right, well, there, I mean, there's there's an avenue there, I guess. Sure. Uh, no, that's sure. something that I I too definitely want to get better at myself because that's that's kind of how come I stopped doing it for this is that. Yeah, editing is a, 
a bitch and have to do that shit takes so long. Right. I, I, yeah. so when, I, when we did the Desperados video, it was so hard to like sync up the music to like our recording. Mm -hmm. uh, and I literally all I ended up having to do was change the speed of like I think the video to like 100 and 0 0.1. And then it, but like, oh my god, like beginning of the video to the end, like it like synced up fine. And then like as the video goes on, then like how does like how does this even happen? I didn't understand it. I and eventually I just was playing around with stuff, but it's just like. I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll I'll give that's how come um they have like those things on movie sets where it goes like clap like that. Okay. Um, because the clap you have to have some of this recording audio there, but you match that spike with the spike from um damn. You have to have two tracks though. Because okay. you got you gotta match the spike from there to the spike for the video and that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We had to do that a lot on the pod when we were like not using StreamYard yet and like Exactly. Oh, there's a fuck up clap, so you can like see it in the thing. Jeez. Like cut the little part out. That shit's a hangover, bro. I'm well, so you you'd have to have like a spike like that inside the the track that you're playing while you're recording the video, so then you could match that that same spike to your track ah, that you put over the video. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I think I'm gonna just have someone do it for me, bro. <laughs> yeah. There's people out there. Plus, that that plus just the quality is like I can't compete. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And once you do that shit once or twice yourself, you really realize like, oh, I see why these motherfuckers be charging like. $125 an hour type Oh, shit. for sure. It's a learned skill. Like, it, you have to take classes. Season, shit, yeah. Just like engineering, it's, music engineering. Like, you have to yeah. learn that shit. For or, well, yeah, like, with rapping or, like, making beats and shit. Like, you have to, like, just be doing it for years and years and years yeah. and years and, like, yeah. spending hella hours doing it before you can, like, really get good at it. Absolutely. You beat niggas over the head with your money. That's exactly mm -hmm. like what my process is. That's <laughs> just seeing like how far I've come as a rapper. Like I'm, I'm happy with myself because I knew I, I could not formulate rhymes when I first started. Like I was struggling, and I was so jealous at DB. I'm like, yo, bro, how do you do it so effortlessly? But now, like, I, I don't want to say I get it, but I've really practiced at it. So, yeah, I'll literally be working. I'll like start like I'll hear some shit, and I'm like, bro, if I don't write this now, I'm gonna forget it. You know what I mean? So I just do it. All right, man. Well, um, you got to get ready for work, or you can hang out for a little bit longer. Nah, I'm about to hit the road. All right, man. Well, appreciate you coming on. Uh, said we're looking forward it. to everything you got coming. Very, very. Hopefully, I get on here more when the schedule changes. When I get up out of this night night gig and I have Fridays, you know what I mean. So, I would like All to right, uh, find a way to maybe I don't know how it will work, but live stream some stuff in pregame for you guys on Friday nights. You guys see that? Maybe get like a, um, a GoPro going or something. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. All right, I'll holler at the boys. Y'all have fun. All, All right, man. All right, bro. Peace. See you. Check out the playbook, Apple Music, Elite. Spotify, title, Pete the Elite. Everywhere our you boy. get your bars. Yeah, it, it is that was a, our first artist interview. You feel me? Yeah, it is a solid album. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I won't even say pleasantly surprised. I was happy to hear how like well put together it was, how good it was. Uh shout out to our dog, man. I promise y'all we were not dick eating. The project is good. Like yeah, we, we <laughs> the man was been, doing his thing. It was good, but we might have been dick eating. It's not dicking, uh, it's just your friends. Okay. Okay. No Called no the bro job. But um that's <laughs> I'm going. Hey, I'm going on. I'm going on. <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy. So where where are we going from here? What's up? We let's, get, let's, start with, let's start with what uh, both of y'all names is. Both of y'all named yourself after Can I ask why you came in here ready to hate? Like what's up with you? That's not healthy. Hey. You, you know, there's, there's, there's like, I feel like there's a specific type of basketball player that I hate, and Paul Pierce and Paul George fall into that. I don't really know what it is. Where they're like good, but they're like not good, or like they're good, but they're good in a way that I don't like. 
something about it. But you were big on Paul George until he didn't go to the Lakers. I wasn't. I wouldn't say big on Paul George. Relax. I wanted you, kind of, you fucked with him. I you did got, want him to You go guys to were Lakers. super excited for him to get over there, and then he didn't go to the Lakers. And I swear that's when like every Lakers fan just shits on Paul George now. I was excited for him to come to the Lakers because I thought he'd be a good fit. And that was before we got LeBron. So I was like, okay, yeah, like we fucking need somebody. Like niggas, Jordan Clarkson and Julius Randle running shit over here. Yeah, well, I just kept. He might have the best uh, Nike signature shoe for basketball. Yeah, his first, his first two were good. I don't know about the last five. Uh, but yeah, it's just something about that that type of player. And Paul George is probably the the him not going to LA thing definitely influenced it more because like Paul Pierce and Melo, I feel like play the same. But it's just something about that like shitty like I don't know. You you ain't doing nothing, but you're doing a lot of stuff. Oh no, you got a ring light? I don't like it. Yeah, of course I do. I've had this for months. Paul Pierce was a good two way player. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. There's a lot gave of good some players. Both of them gave Braun some work. This is really because you a Braun guy, huh? Did they give Braun some work? Who? Yes. When did Melo give Braun yes. some work? No, they I'm used talking to have about battles Paul George and Paul like Pierce. Head to head. Yeah, oh. and actually, no. the first their first matchup, he gave Braun some work. Oh, okay, so 21 years ago, yes, uh, Melo gave Braun some work, and they got fucking cooked up for 864 yeah, I games. I don't know about that. I have to do some research. Me too. We shit. We can look. I don't know, but now, nah, yeah. I'm, it's not a mellow fan, man. He nigga told him nigga, nigga on the court told him his wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios, and he was like, Oh shucks. He was trying to fight. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like he was trying game, to fight. He, he hey, did niggas, go to the bus. Niggas, niggas always trying to fight. We know KG is the biggest pump faker ever because KG yeah. only be trying to fight small European guards. Mellow's also trying to fight. He's trying, he he trying to fight Yo Kim Noah. When he was talking shit to him, he wasn't really trying to fight him because Anthony Peeler elbowed him in his jaw and looked him square like in the face. And KG called for Scott Foster to come over here and grab him. KG's not as tough as he makes him seem. He be talking all that that Vice Lord shit on Showtime. KG's not a tough guy. I'm about to text him right now and see what he says. All right, oh yeah, great basketball yeah, player, but he's not as tough as he be trying to make him seem. Is any NBA player as tough as they try to make themselves seem? Zach Randolph. Other than Zach Randolph, <laughs> other, <laughs> remember, remember when other, he first signed to Sacramento? He got in trouble for like selling weed. Yeah, other Traffic. other than other than the nigga who was like a legitimate like drug lord while in the league. Is any NBA player as tough as they trying to make so seem? I guess Rasheed Wallace team, like yeah, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, Rasheed Wallace seems like he's a. I mean, they okay, Jerry Stackhouse maybe. Ben Wallace, yeah, Jerry Stackhouse. Is the, no, say, I don't think Ron Artest ever lied in his reps. So that's just... that's a fact. Okay, Ron okay. Artest might have the best two K song ever. I'm a champion. That's fire. Yeah, that was a fire ass song. Yeah. That's on uh, Apple Music. I added that to my. That's Apple Music. that's not better than uh. It's on the same soundtrack. Matter of fact, uh, Kid Cudi and somebody else is like Streetlights or something. You already uh, lost me with Kid Cudi. So yeah, it's a fire song. Yeah, but, damn, being hella anti. Uh, Joey Badass had a good song on 2K like two years Ooh, ago. One day, Amara Yushu, he had a good one. One day, that is a good one. That is yeah, a good one. One day, why we, we got hella side? Okay, I just thought Carmelo Anthony was so fucking cool, man. I was, yeah, like, it's, it's one of the most like visually pleasing games of you will ever see. It just looked like and I never, like, I never saw it. Like I never felt that way about him. You didn't like, see him on, uh, God damn, I think it was like a Christmas or something. The Knicks had like green headbands on and shit. Yep. And I think he went for like, did he go for 60? No. Melo made he double had, arm sleeves think, look cool, bro. I don't you think know he ever had 60 is? at the Garden. Mm. That nigga made double oh, arm sleeves look cool at a point. 
Oh Did my he? God. Oh, yes. Let me see. Because like, once he started wearing the double arm sleeve shit, we weren't like, oh, that's corny. That's lame. Because, hey. you know, when you have too many accessories on, you look like, okay, you're doing the most. Yeah. That was never the case with Melo. Good point. And then, like, you know how, like, like so when KD came in, it's like, damn, like, you know, at one point, there's probably, like, Melo's probably the best scorer in the league. Then KD came over, like, KD's clearly the best scorer in the league over Melo. But Melo, it looked so much cooler. I don't know why. Niggas love to say that, like, best scorer in the league shit, because, like, he did it in the mid-range when people weren't, like, cooking. Well, in the Kate, well, I'm talking about how, like, KD took that title from him. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know if he was ever the best scorer in the league. He was, he was up there. He has one scoring title. It's hard to get. No, we're talking. We're talking about. Okay, so I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, as far as like, put him in this position, he'll find a way to get a bucket out of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as yeah, best scorer. That's what I mean. I, but I, we can't convince you if you don't like the nigga. So whatever. Bro, I I don't want to sound like I'm dick eating, but like, was he ever? Oh, God, you guys are gonna kill me for this. Was he ever a better scorer than LeBron? Uh. <laughs> They're so different games, man. Because like the, the okay, so the thing is, I feel like, like if, if are you're you saying an that because he's unathletic, hold on, hold on. If you're if you're an honest basketball fan, you got to admit this about Bron. It's it's that his game style is never going to lead him to be like the high point man because he's always looking to pass first, right? Sure. But when when Bron's put in the situation where it's like there's no other option but him, like you saw, like whether it be like Game Seven or not Game Seven, sorry, it's a Game Four. Y'all got swept. I forgot. Um, <laughs> Where he, where he this is crazy. <laughs> or, crazy. Or that series, um, the first series against the Warriors, where like everybody on his team was fucking hurt, so he had to do everything on his own. Yeah. Like you see, he can go nuts, but that's just not how he normally plays. Like he never goes like 115 percent because that's just not how he goes. But like Melo, his his role is to be the primary scorer. So it, it's I don't I don't think it's fair to compare him to Braun in that aspect because like they sure. they don't have the same job. I'm not even the same job, the same mentality, I guess. Like Melo was looking to score at all times. Yeah, that's just, not his skill. Yeah, his skill set is not Bron's skill set. It's, it's very yeah, different. For sure. Yeah, but a like, legendary college run. Like we'll never see that. Like the best college run for a freshman. Nah, he's why nah. Jim Beheim. Who? What are you, what are you gonna say, Kimba? Kevin Durant. He's, I know he didn't said, win the I was chip. Say, you said legendary he college didn't. run. He played a year. I was gonna but say yeah. I know, I, as I know a True freshman got his team the title and left. Katie didn't win the chip, but he, he averaged 30 in the Big 12. He freshman. Didn't get, he didn't get the chip, bro. Weighing 150 pounds. Six, he didn't, uh, he didn't get the chip, but he's not on the cover of the video game, bro. Come on. I don't know, man. Wait, wasn't he on the cover of the video game? Yeah, he was on the cover of the game. Yeah. Melo was, yeah. Why again? No, I'm talking about Kevin Durant. I thought he was on the cover of the game. Yeah, but he didn't win it, so he didn't really. Oh, okay. Got it. This, was, this is a great shot. This is a great sequence. He Fuck shoots. you, Tosh Gibson. He bangs his head. He does. Ah, oh, Earth Day. Ah. It ain't over. We get a double bang coming up. No. Mike Breen, legendary. Come on. Y'all know what this is. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Chicago. Go ahead. Nope. Wrong person. Not Novak. Come on. Kick it around. Kick it around. There you go. Number seven coming up right here. Who's this? Luol Dang? In the old and flabby. Anthony for three. Bang! Next by one with 8.2 remaining. Hey, if he played for Denver and made that shot, nobody cares. All, all I'm going to say is from, he was what, from 2003 to 2000, 
11, 2000, yeah, 2011, he was in Denver. Kobe was a better scorer than him. And then from 2011 to 2016, he was in New York. And I think Braun and Katie were both better scorers than him. So, like, saying he's the best scorer in the league at any point, wrong. He did. He does have a scoring title. Averaged uh, 28 points a game in 2012-2013. So, how is he not the best scorer in the league that year? He was that specific year. And if I'm – if I'm, I don't feel like looking at that. Why do you choose but, to hate now? Why do you choose oh, to hate? Oh, I've been hating forever on him. But now is the time of celebration. Okay, celebrate Y'all celebrate I'm sitting right here. Celebrate Hey man, shout out to shout out to an NBA street legend. You know, um, I know he tried he tried to get on his Puerto Rico bag late in life. Uh, he tried to go out there and be Carlos Arroyo. It's all good, bro. We still fuck with you. Uh, you ain't no JJ Barea, but you know you hold it down out there. Um, we didn't know you were from New York until you went in there and you started telling everybody. But we we accept that too because he's been from Baltimore down. and had an "I'm coming home" video about New York. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, he's been at the garden ever since, man. You know, you're you over there on the side. About probably I, thought was, I thought he was born in New York and, like, grew up in Baltimore, right? Uh, look, and apparently and his, dad, his dad is a reputable out there in, in the New York oh. streets. Oh, um, okay. that so makes sense. There's that. Um, he done um, birthed uh, his, his ex-wife into a, a 50-verse uh, star. <laughs> in um, a fucking pound town. You know, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios on the screen in 4K. Um, but shout out to you, man. You like, you, like Jamal said, double sleeve god headband. Part of that era, uh, bro. Like they, they ain't doing that like, no more. Like when he came in the early 2000s, like it was still kind of like you know, like Allen Iverson was like the coolest basketball player. And, and they paired did, up. And they, bro, it was like it's like what Goten and Trunks did the fusion dance. Oh like, my god, and Kenyon Martin <laughs> out there too, bro. And Jr. Smith. That was a cool ass team. Oh, that team was that team was fire. Yeah, hey, bro, what, then it's what, like, what jersey do you guys think Melo's wearing on his Wikipedia page? Probably the Knicks jersey. Yeah, Knicks seven. Is the Lakers or the Knicks or the Olympic jersey? I'm Portland. Sure. This is crazy. Why is he wearing a Lakers jersey? That's hilarious. who did this to him. That's a good jersey. It is a good jersey, but who did that to him? Man, I don't like that y'all went to that yellow though. For real, that's just nasty. It's but, it is. I bro. I don't no, have I like no, I like. <laughs> Dude, like Melo's Oak Hill jersey had niggas in a chokehold, bro. Everybody had that jersey when we were growing up. Did have the yeah, everybody had every fucking jersey when we were growing up, Jamal. That's people not had a true. lot of fucking jerseys when we it were growing up. It wasn't era. It wasn't era. People keep talking about these. Oh, niggas, everybody had the 15. Everybody had a lot of fucking jerseys. Niggas had a lot of St. Vincent St. Mary jerseys. Niggas had a lot of Kobe jerseys. There was niggas definitely more Oak Hill jerseys than St. Vincent St. Mary jerseys. Sure, because just... they were easier to get. Yeah. Nah, them both them shits were always in champs, and them, them Oak Hills just be flying. I don't think nah, you can you can get Oak Hills in, in TJ Maxx. That's where I got mine. You you not get St. Vincent St. Mary in yeah. there. A lot of niggas had Laney jerseys. A lot of niggas had a lot of jerseys. Niggas love I ain't jerseys. never seen a Laney. That's tough. Oh, I had a Laney, and I fucked with the Laney jerseys. Them shits was hard. Hmm. Those are nice. Um. All right. Okay. Fuck the Laney jersey now. Jordan. What else, man? Dog. Like I showed it to you guys earlier this week. Like niggas stitched his jersey into jeans, bro. And niggas was wearing that. <laughs> he was on, a part bro. of the era. Nah, that was, let's go on, man. He started cool that had, a, had a great start to his signature line, bro. I'm telling you, I think Jordan was like, "Oh, these young niggas is fucking with these mellow shoes too much." After that third one, I was like, "Nah, these we put a we fucking headband the, in the, the list designers." Bro, those those first three shoes were nice, man. Because yeah. I think because before the one point five came out, he was wearing the eighteen point fives, and those were hard. I remember that. He had some all time uh, signature colorways. 
The mellow twos are my favorite two two colorway. The white blue. Oh, those are tough. Those Those are fucking hard. Other than like goaded players, he probably does have like one of the better basketball resumes outside of not winning a championship or an MVP. He has three Olympic golds. He has decorated uh, all time in scoring too, ain't he? He's number nine. Is he nine? Okay. Mm -hmm. He was a McDonald's All American. Double jersey. Uh, NCAA Final Foremost Outstanding Player, NCAA Champion. He's top 75. He won the NBA Social Justice Champion Award. That I didn't even know that was a thing. All-rookie team, scoring champ, four-time All-NBA third team, two-time All-NBA second team, and a 10-time All-Star. I didn't realize he never made a first-team All-NBA, but I guess it was like – In the wrong year. Yeah, it was Bron. Yeah. Damn. But, yeah, so for five years he was an All-NBA guy. Or sorry, six years he was all NBA guy, ten time uh, All Star. Yeah, that sucks. He had he had to deal with Braun, uh, Dirk, and Tim Duncan. Like it's <laughs> you weren't it, KG. Hey, you weren't getting none of them. Get good, little nigga. I'm all right. Tell you. And, uh, nigga, uh, he was in a stop stitching DVD. Come on, man. My nigga was in smack DVDs. Uh, that's not on his Wikipedia page, Jamal. It should be it's on the Hood Wiki. Yeah. Okay. Let me go hoodwiki.org. I'll do that. <laughs> you can't play pay for host. <laughs> I just like those. I just think about like those first couple of shoes. And I just think like middle school. And I remember it was like, Are you a Braun guy or a Melo guy? Why You're 36. That, that time flies, man. It's like, God damn. Like, I remember that shit. Oh, man. Nah, his shoes were fire in 2006, 7, and 8. Yeah, the first three were good. Then the Y'all are wearing Kobe's from then. Stop hating. Yeah, they were good shoes. Hey, I'm looking at his basketball reference page, his nicknames, because you know basketball reference love to find any Beautiful nickname line. anyone's Some ever called you one. ever. Mellow, hoodie mellow. I'm on board. Both of those are real things. Sweet melon? No. Who ever called him sweet melon? Lala. Fuck no. Mel? Who's ever that's, called him Mel? That's lazy. Yeah, what is happening? Sweet Maybe. melons pissing me off. His birthday's in four days. Uh, shout out to him, old nigga. I can't believe it. it it's been kind of funny too because he's had he's been playing like the old man basketball game for uh, what two thousand three, so twenty years. And as an old man, sucked. Not suck. Just just couldn't play. Just because y'all didn't win a ring with him. Hey, as soon as he left, we won one. I don't know. What to uh, it's not true. Or we won one right before he got there. You're right. Anyway. Yeah, so ready to hate. <laughs> hey, remember remember when he got to OKC and they were like, hey, how do you feel about coming off the bench? And he was hey, like, P. hey, P, they want me to come off the bench. And mm-hmm. come off the bench. Uh, nah, yeah, fuck that nigga. That's all I got to say. Bring <laughs> your TV now. If I, I, I don't know why she has it up so loud. It hasn't been this loud. My fault. Never mind. Do what you want. Your birthday, Shorty. That's crazy. <sighs> I'm about to go out there and say something to her. I'll be right back. No, nah, you good? Nah, I'm joking. Okay. What's your guys? What's your guys' favorite mellow moment? She probably actually. I, I would say it's the one I just played where you hit the two threes against the Bulls, but um. Yeah. It might be the the hoodie mellow um, summer where people are like, "Yo, like, 
He's fucking cooking. Like somebody signed him. He, he did look like he did look like the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he was That's baking like, everybody. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was getting on courts with everybody and giving niggas work. That might be it. I think just whenever him and Braun used to go at it, it was, it was always fun to watch. All right, say I think um, there was the, the uh, Heat, the Heat versus Knicks Christmas game was a really good one. Okay. Uh, I say NBA Live 05 too with the dunk contest. NBA Live 05. He had no business being in the dunk contest, but the last good NBA Live man. That that might be like the greatest basketball game of all time. No, nah, 07 was tough too. That's when they introduced the weapons, but yeah. Now nah, they introduced the weapons in 06. Yeah. 2007 is when you could have more than one. You could switch them on the fly. Okay, so that's 07 was tough. 07 yeah. stuff. That shit was cover shit. Back, who's back on, who's, that who's on the cover of 07? Was that oh, Gilbert man. Arenas? I think Gilbert was 08, wasn't he? Let's see. I know. 06 is D Way. Was, yeah, D Way was 06. Uh, T Mac. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. okay. Rockets, T Mac. T Mac, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. Mellow in 05 was. <laughs> that that game was fucking fire. Had yeah. that motherfucker on GameCube flicking the hell out that stick, the little ass stick. Boris Dio got a cover in France. Wow. Call the police. Oh, yeah. Tony it's, Parker it's, was a cover athlete too, wasn't he? They said him and Tony Parker had the France cover for the same oh, year. Yeah. Disgusting. You think he'll right. ever come back and get another NBA game? Uh, I think they're better served trying to go after the um, arcade market. Like, if they tried to bring back NBA Street, that'd probably be a good idea. I don't know why the, we don't have Street again. But it's like we talked about, you know, it's like the, when, when I was playing Def Jam uh, the other day, like I think those games like with the heavy licensing shit, like it's it's hard to do that on a try basis. Because yeah. um, like 2K is that game in a sense, like where you have like all these actual stores, all the actual merchandise, all this music and shit like that. But they know that that shit's going to do numbers every single year. So to try to make something new and spend that same kind of bread, um, that's hard to do. Damn, they should have just never gotten rid of this like EA Big and the Street Division, like NFL Street. I feel like I think they said NFL Street went away because like the NFL wasn't fucking with it, but NBA Street was like a perfect game. Harmless, yeah. Like everybody fucked with it. People tried to replicate it, couldn't take it over. Like it was fantastic. I don't really understand what. Yeah, I think there was always a path for that. I think um, you you saw the popularity like when um, the park first caught on in two K. It, it it's it's burst from that. It's obviously not yeah. as over the over the top, but you're talking about like three on three, um, more arcadey focused basketball. That's what the park is, and it's a it's a baby of NBA Street. Yeah, yeah, we got takeovers now. Those are babies of game breakers. Yep, the game breakers. Oh my god, I I like vividly remember my seventh birthday, or I think it was my eighth birthday. Maybe my mom had a birthday party for me. My dad brought his console. One of my friends brought their console. We had two TVs in the living room going. Ooh, ooh. Um, on a play, it had to be two PlayStations, I think. Playing NBA Street, niggas was going crazy for seven hours straight. Loud ass little kids. Uh, fucking Bonafide. Oh my was God. That dude on that game. Stretch was that dude on that game. Bonafide had the, Tim's yeah, the, yeah, the Yeti on there. Oh my God. That game was crazy. You guys ever play? Uh, I know you both played it. NBA Ballers. Mm-hmm. I only had the first one though. I think I, I think not. we talked about it on here. That game, that game was, was fucking ridiculous. I I'll never forget. Tim Thomas was always fucking dropping me off on that game. I had no fucking answer for Tim Thomas. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, he's like, I think he's a, like an NYC like streetball legend. 
He I was a number that, one prospect in his class, I think. Is that and what that it was? class was like with like Kobe and all of them coming out that of high makes, school. That makes a lot more sense because he was like a versatile like big man that could like dribble yeah. and shoot and all kind of shit. And that we game talked about out in two thousand four or two thousand five. They were probably like still very high on him, so it makes sense why he was so good on there. I was yeah. like, man, I, I don't ever see this nigga play. Like, who is this? Nah, they talk about him like he's like one of the best high school basketball players ever. He had a little string app on the game. Yeah, he was. He was that should be a game you should go back and stream one day, Blake. Uh, NBA Ballers. I can get it. I got a website now to get all these shits from, so I literally I can get any game. I'm, I'm gonna get it right now. Very legally. No, they're just archives. I mean, I, I own I own the physical copy of the game, so all Thank I'm you. doing is getting a digital recreation of what I already own. I have the license. Yeah, honorable black man shit. Shout out to you, Mr. Federale. There's an NBA Ballers chosen one. There were three of these games. Yeah, there was three. Yeah, four. There was what? There's a there's a PSP one rebound. Oh wow. Oh, I do remember that. I one. know Stephon okay. Marbury was on the cover of one. I know Chauncey. He was on two. One. Oh no, Phenom. That was the Chauncey Bill one. So are are all of them good, or is there one that I should play in particular? I don't know. The fir- play the first, the, one. the first one. No, just regular NBA ballers. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Ooh, I, I remember the first two. I don't know about the other two games like that. Did y'all? Ha- did you guys have Blitz the league? Yep, I've seen a lot of video, but I did not have it. My brother, well, you had could it. like fucking do drugs and yeah. if you get hurt, yeah. you can shoot. You can take steroids so you don't get hurt on the next yeah. play or get your fucking that was, back that story broken. Was fun. I fucked with that. That shit was that shit was hard. Video games, I feel like back then were a lot harder than they are now. Like they would put difficulty levels and shit, but it was just like impossibly hard. Obviously, probably because I was a little kid. But God damn, mm. this, should, this should be brutal. They put you Dwight know. Howard on the cover of the second one. Okay, that sounds familiar. All right, no, I'm playing the first one. Yeah, the first, <laughs> the first one was a good one, because you would like you basically like you would rank up and like your house would get nicer and you just have the NBA players at your house. They'd be like, "Oh, I'm playing in front of my mansion with Escalade in the front." Jawan Howard in my driveway, nigga. I was, I was, what? Is, I don't remember what song I was listening to today. I missed the days of like rich people being regular rich. I was listening to a song today. He was like, I got the, the Lexus SC400 out front. I'm like, damn, like you was driving a regular nigga car, but it was like a nice car. No, like that, that game was like the Escalade out front was like. It's like a six figure car, though. Was it really? So they, they still make uh, the SC series today. And yeah, yeah. they're like $100,000. Were they back then, though? Uh, probably would have been the equivalent of whatever that was. So, you know, the inflation shit goes up. Um, but guess, to, yeah. on, on that line of what you're talking about, though, uh, on NBA Youngboy's last project, he flexed having a push button start, and I was like, "Bro, come, on, we gotta, we gotta retire this shit. Like, we can't be doing this in 2023." Like, I think that's every pretty common across like the board. Push to start. Yeah, even if yeah. your car doesn't have it, you can get it. Yeah, it's seventy five dollars a car tours. You'd be, be right there. That, that's how you do. Like, we gotta you stop. You a jail nigga. I, my Lexus is from 2011. I, I got it in there. That's crazy. Come on. And, and some nigga in 2011 got that. I was like, hey, look what this can do. And if, if you were screaming about it back then, I, I feel you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Every I time I hear the Wispleaf, uh, no keys. You think I pushed the start, start like, PT Cruisers? They might have. The highest trim? <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they you don't didn't. think so? Somebody no, definitely not. put it in a PT Cruiser now. They probably have pushed the start. I saw it like, probably back like 05, 04. Nigga, a push to start PT Cruiser is crazy. I am looking. They had that shit, bro. Uh, yeah, next time we all get together, I looked, we should like uh, I looked up a PT Cruiser. 
I looked up push to start PT Cruiser, and it's telling you how to push your car. Push your PT Cruiser to start it. <laughs> push it. That should have started eventually. I had one of them bitches on uh, Sega GT back in the day, man. I was whipping that shit. You're sick if you're, for if you're new to the show, I really wish you could have been with me and Jamal the day where we talked about PT Cruisers and cried laughing for seven hours. No, yeah, it was high as hell. We no. smoked, got high as fuck, and just sat there and laughed about PT Cruisers for a full work day, nigga, at yeah. my house. America oh, was on some bullshit in the car industry before the recession, like made them tighten the fuck up. <laughs> like Chevy, Chevy making the the fucking SSR. Y'all gotta go look that up. Uh, the HHR, like them shits, was fucking crazy. Oh, uh, was the SSR the like drop top pickup truck? Yes. The oh my seater. god, nigga! I remember. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> hey, I remember that. Holy shit! I, that I was still disgusting. see people drive the HHR, and that car is fucking hideous. Both of those cars. It's a are fucking awful. milk wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <bad news. laughs> um, Chrysler did the um the goddamn Prowler. Uh, that shit was bad news. Uh, it was also in hella rap videos. Uh, yeah. Ford brought back the Thunderbird. That shit was like, why are y'all making a 1950s car today? Like, yeah, shit was crazy that. outside. Uh, Pontiac with the Aztec. Then like GM would like sell the same car under nine different brands. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, yo, we don't have any fucking money anymore. We got <laughs> like, the Denali, <laughs> the Yukon, the, the Jimmy. <laughs> All the same fucking Ford car. did the same thing. What happened to fucking Mercury? Where's the last time we seen a Mercury? <laughs> they had Mercury, Cougar, like they had yeah. all the same fucking brand. Mer- Crown Vic, Lincoln, uh, Town Car, like it's all the same car. Like, but you buy it five different times. Dog, the, I'm looking at this SSR, and I feel like every single one of them I see is either yellow or red. Yep. Because why the fuck, Blake? What's what do you think the zero <laughs> to sixty time is on this car? Um, the SSR, so like the top one, like, like I think that's what the R is. That was probably like six seconds. Oh, look at you, 6.2 seconds. Yeah, that motherfucker was pushing. Yeah, I just anytime I see these cars, like obviously we make fun of them now, and I know that like I remember making fun of the SSR when it came out, or like the Ridge, the Honda Ridgeline when it came out because like, hey, what are you doing? But like. Somebody bought this and was like, "This is my shit, bro." Like, I get Ridgeline today, but it's just they're like they want forty, and I don't want to pay forty. Why would you get Ridgeline today? Uh, they, so they're actually extremely practical, and I know that now we're going to get into boring dad talk shit, but they have a lot of cool features. Uh, go check out like Doug Demiro walking over one. You'd be like, "All right, no, I, I can get behind this." Like, I get the usability of a truck, but it's not like the same stupid thing of me driving like a V eight F one fifty to work every single day and paying hella for gas because it's actually. Like, Decent on gas, and like whenever I need to go to Home Depot, I can put the stuff in the back, and I'm, I'm still good. You can just get an SUV. I have an SUV, but my SUV yeah, is also right now a V8 and terrible oh, on gas. And I, if if interest rates weren't worth, weren't what they were, I would probably like getting something else right now with this. Of course, you would. Why would you get a Honda Ridgeline instead of like a Honda like Pilot or a Passport or something like that? Just um, to have the back open. Yeah, because you think it's cool, so, nigga. That's why. Well, no, like honestly, like just like we have like a lot of yard work and shit that we need to do right here. We already do have one pickup truck, so I probably wouldn't necessarily get the bridge line now because we already have a pickup truck. But if we you didn't, have a truck? yeah, we have a tundra. How many cars? How many cars do you have? We have two. Oh, okay. I got rid of the Jag and got the Tundra, so we have a Tundra and Electric Alexis Alex five seventy. You just go through cars so quick. I can't keep up. I've I've had the same cars for four months now. 
I no. Sorry, my brother. Yep. I remember you getting rid of the Jag. I just didn't remember that you got a Tundra. Yeah, I got I have a Tundra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Them is nice. Well, yeah, and it's also Tundra. I guess it's the same engine as the Lexus. So, um, yeah. I would if interest rates weren't terrible, I would get rid of one of them, probably the Lexus, and get something better on gas that was still practical. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you at episode 120 when you're getting a new car. I think Bree might kill me. So <laughs> I, I'm, I've learned that I don't think you're afraid anymore. No, it, that it came up during the mortgage process is that <laughs> I've done that too many times and it's negatively <laughs> impacting my credit. Not to the point where it fucked us up, but it was like, yeah, they were sir. telling me like, hey, like, you know, she's good enough to do this shit on her own. You don't got to put it on here. I'm like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So I'm like, y'all just gonna deal with whatever I got here, and we're both gonna be part of this shit. That would have me ready to like fight a banker, nigga. Don't yeah, ever like, tell my wife, she, you know, ma'am, you know, you can do battle by yourself, right? The fuck out of here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my, yo. <laughs> I'll beat your fucking ass in this bank. Uh, just send, send, send the one with both of our names. Like, I'm... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you guys want to talk about this uh, lackluster ass PlayStation showcase at all? You thought it was lackluster? I, I I thought it was pretty good. They've been killing it online because they only showed one first party title. Which... Yeah, I mean, I think the highs were high, but like most of the show was like whatever. Like Spider Man, yeah. incredible showing Spider Man two. The gameplay, can't wait. Day one cop. I already knew it was a day one cop, but like the gameplay, I think solidified. Well, it. Let, let's talk about that though. So like, I I saw a lot of um hubbub and commotion this week where people hubbub. complaining like they were like oh um well not even let me not say the complaints people were like it's not going to be co-op and i'm like why the fuck would like this game be co-op why would somebody I, take yeah. that like oh, there's two spider-man in it oh, that's oh, why. Oh, but, so <laughs> we played through all the, the whole entire last one there was one spider-man it's all it was normal it was fine it was whatever and then they even did like the miles morales dlc thing afterwards it's like cool, whatever. In my mind, I never thought this game was going to be the both of them, like the whole entire time, like that. But when we saw the gameplay demo, the ten minute thing, and like you can switch back and forth in the fight, like some GTA Five type shit. I'm like, okay, I get how could people be mad this wasn't co op now when those were present at the mission. I still don't even think you're going to be able to switch back and forth like at all. It might be a mission specific thing, yeah, or like, when you're outside of a mission. I think there'll be chunks where it's like you're Miles, you're Peter, because like I'm sure when like you're Peter. If you didn't watch the trailer, spoiler alert, obviously, but like you're Peter, you get the symbiote or the symbiote gets on, you get that suit, you go through that. You're probably not playing as Miles for like a large chunk of the game. And then because I would think of it more like Last of Us 2 versus like a GTA thing where it's like you're playing like five or six hours as one Spider-Man, five or six hours together. And there's points in time where you like interact with the two of them. But I can't imagine that's going to be like. Just switch well, back and forth whenever you no, want. No, that that could still be like a GTA type of thing though, too, right? So it's like you had missions where you you were like just doing Trevor yeah, shit, Trevor but then sometimes Trevor missions would be with Michael or with yeah. Franklin or whatever. Um, I think that's you what could switch back and like. forth. Well, when you weren't in a mission, you couldn't. But if you were in a mission with the both of them together, yeah. then you could switch back and forth between them. So I think like each one are probably gonna have missions that are their own stuff, but then like they'll. You have to be like, okay, you've done all these ones that are available with Peter right now, but in order to progress the story, you need to go finish these Miles ones, and then yep. there'll be something that crosses over where, like, yeah, you do the hot swap shit between. Yeah. I I never had the expectation that would be co-op. It just, I don't think I don't it makes think sense so either. to be yeah. a co-op Spider-Man game with yeah, two separate so. Spider-Mans at all. 
But the but shit looked good. Yeah, I definitely. Looked, I, yeah, look fantastic. Can't wait to play that. But I think outside of that, like they didn't show anything else that was like, oh man, like this was worth. Hold on, hold on. Head, handheld and, and earbuds. Those are both. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Those I are t- big. I, the handheld. I was excited about until they got to the end of that and they showed that it was just for remote play. Mm-hmm. And like you can buy a like a PlayStation controller now and like remote play to your iPad. I don't know how I haven't done it, so I don't know how seamless it is. I have coworkers who have done it, but I don't know if I would necessarily I don't find myself in many positions where I'm like, oh man, I'm doing something where I have like multiple hours of free time. Yeah, I think a lot of households may not have um multiple TVs multiple that TVs. yeah that yeah. they can put that on to you. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's the lane for it. Um and then the like earbuds, like, like, yeah. yeah, just if it was a if it was just a new headset instead of earbuds, I don't think anybody would care. Like I prefer earbuds to headsets, so I probably will get those, but like that wasn't something that I like popped for or was like super excited about, but that's pretty cool. The handheld yeah. will be dope. Like I could see myself getting that for like travel, playing on my lunch break at work. I'm not gonna really be like play in bed. I have my own like setup for playing games and stuff. So yeah, that doesn't really appeal to me. But to your point, like yeah, if you don't have multiple TVs, probably works out a little bit better for you. If you I travel mean, a lot, you commute to work. Well, uh, it's set over Wi-Fi, so I don't know if it's gonna be for people on the move. I think it's for in the house. Oh like, yeah, it's over Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. for like my use case that I'm thinking of, um, like if like we want to watch watch a show or a movie together or something like that, um. Like right now, like my screen that I play, my PlayStation on is above me, but my TV is like that we watch stuff on is like right back here. Yeah. So, um, like if I I'll like I'll sit on the couch then and like play Diablo or some shit off of it. But you're watching watch a movie movies. together. I anything I'm watching, I have to do something else. I can't just watch the thing. Okay. Only time I can just watch the things when I'm in the theater because then everything else that could distract me is not there. So okay. I, I have to have, Yeah, I have to have like an active distraction that I control. So I can pay attention to whatever else. That's that's crazy to me that you say that for someone who's like not on social media at all. That's like I'm not because I'll that we might act distraction. <laughs> I'll be on there all the fucking time. Yeah, your screen time will be fucking crazy. Yeah, so that's um, I don't. Another one. I know you got excited about this and it looked really good. I've never played Helldivers one, but that looked really good. You didn't play that with us? I swear no. you played it with us. Yeah, with Halo King. Is yeah, I thought it was me, you, Jamal, Halo King. Because we used to have a four. I don't think so. Oh my that shit was fun. I, I, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. one that I downloaded at one point and maybe played years ago. It might have been me, Halo King, and somebody else. <laughs> I know we used to have four. Oh, 2015. Yeah. Oh, it I, was one of them first games they gave out. Matter of fact, yep, okay. it was a pretty good one. It was pretty fun. Yeah. PS4, yeah. That shit used to yeah. get hectic after a while, though. Yeah, because like it, when one of your teammates would die, the way that they come back, what they call them, Hell Divers. Is that they fall from the sky like in this capsule thing, and if that shit like you could kill like a big enemy with it, or if like you were like one of your friends was too close to it, they would die. That shit would get like yeah, like chaotic. It's, it's good times though. And this doesn't look like it's gonna be like a top down game either. It's gonna be over the shoulder now. Yeah, it's like they switched it up. Yep. Which is all. I mean, it's still dope. Um, that was that was a fun game. I don't think you can play it on PS5. I don't think this is one of the ones they brought over. Yeah, I don't think so either. I have to double check. But no, nah, that was uh, that, that was dope. Uh, yeah. Phantom Blade was I think that was besides Spider Man. That looked cool. I, kinda, I that thought that was that that um that, that Black Myth Wukong game. That's what I thought that was when they were showing it at first. It's like okay, they kind of went a different direction with this, but no, it's a whole entire different game. That yeah, looked really that, good. That shit looked fire. Yeah. Uh, they, the the 
I don't, y'all played. I know y'all at least played Journey. I don't know if y'all played Abzu. I didn't play Abzu. Which one is I, Abzu? I, Abzu's the underwater one. I have that, but I don't. I don't. I don't think I played it. They oh, get yeah. that shit on plus. Yeah. Oh, I played well, Journey hella late, but this new one does look fun. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. Cruise they're, they're fun, soul. fun experience. What was um, that one? What's this one called? Something sword, of, sword of the Swords of the Sea. Swords of the Sea. Oh, Swords of the Sea. Okay, yeah. they was like in a half pipe and shit on there. They showed uh, Jamal Jamal went absolutely crazy over foam stars. Yeah, no, that's he was all caps on multiple platforms. It was incredible. No, because that's like Splatoon, man. It's Splatoon two. That was that game had me in a chokehold. That I was at work and then playing it online. It was like, man, like that's a dope, fun ass game. But like everybody don't got a switch. And then like to play online with your switch, you gotta hey, send me your thirty six digit friend code. <laughs> and then it's it's I hate Nintendo's online infrastructure, man, for like online multiplayer. But this looked really cool. So if it's like Dude. Splatoon, then hey, man, sign me up. And I know it's set in Vegas, which will be kind of fun. Look, that really is kind of it doesn't look like something I'll play, but Jamal always talks me into playing something for at least a weekend. So I'm sure I'll get on there for it's a lot week. easier when you like you don't necessarily have to buy the game yourself and it's just right there and you'd be like, you know, look, it, hey, I probably would have played like half of the games I've played over the last little while if it wasn't for game sharing with Jamal. Like I was showing somebody what I played the other day on my PS app, and they're like, You fucking play everything. And I'm like, I, there's a nigga I know that plays everything. I just download shit every once in a while. Yeah. Touch it for a little bit. As long as it's not a first-person shooter outside of Destiny. They did show uh, the Destiny new, like, the final Sounds shape. like, yeah, the end of Destiny 2 is what, how that looked to me. Yeah. I didn't ever play Destiny 2 when Cade was around, but I know, again, spoiler alert, Cade is back, who was the hunter, like, main yep. dude. Hunter Vanguard. Yeah, Hunter Vanguard, and he's doing all their stuff. Oh, my God. You struggling? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I right. I be playing that game and not knowing what's so, going on. Yeah. Well, we don't gotta explain Destiny to people. But either way, yeah. Cade's back. Who cares? Yeah. I put. I've probably put like sixty hours into that game over the last like two three months, and still couldn't really tell you what the fuck is happening. It's. I'm just shooting shit, helping people, doing got stuff. Him. You got him. I, I, I got it. Mm. Uh, they announced Alan Wake 2. Did either of you guys play the first Alan Wake? Wasn't that hella long ago? No, that was, a, that was 360. Yeah, that was like an old ass game. Yeah, no, oh. I played that back in the day. You the fuck with that game? Look, I don't Did play you? scary games, bro. It's not really fuck? scary, honestly. That it game's not really scary. scary. It's it's like it's not really scary at all, honestly. You're just like you know, you just shooting like shadow oh, monster things. But no, nah, that's not scary. Scary in my mind. You pussy. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not a scary game at all. It is cool to be coochie, as one Jamal Shore did say. Hey, that new uh, Assassin's Creed, it looks like they're getting back. To I that might old be back. Thing. I think I'm back in on Assassin's Creed. It looks Creed. like they're back to that old thing, and I might be back as well. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. They, I hate they called that shit a gameplay uh, trailer, though. But it's like, bro, y'all don't have no HUD on here. Like, this shit <laughs> is hella cinematic. I know these like gameplay. Yeah. The jumps and everything is probably it probably was gameplay, but you didn't present it in a gameplay light. So I don't know. If you're yeah. back to being a damn assassin and instead of having to explore over a map that's way too big and find gear pieces for hit points and shit and what stealth attacks do like damage numbers instead of just being an instant kill, then I'm I'm here for it. Cause I got tired. I these last two Assassin's Creed, man, I've kind of been out on them. Like I'll I play think- them. I didn't I play the last Viking one, but I had. I think Valhalla like reviewed well, but I can't imagine that that like 
sold like crazy because they were still like every other year coming out with like a 200 hour game and it's like well, I don't... they did a lot of dlc for valhalla that, that one actually did really well it's just yeah okay it's, it's, a, it's a lot of game it's, it's a and good game though the commercials for the dlc look great like that shit look like oh damn i kind of want to play this but just ugh, it's a lot they be giving that game away on sale that should be like you get all the dlc for 20 bucks <laughs> this shit is fun um let me see the fair games game looked interesting that was like the it's a competitive heist that did look pretty cool cool. it kind of looked like watchdogsy a little bit interested in it not gonna say i think it looks good but interested to see what that comes out to be uh that's street fighter they showed street fighter 6 again that looked good that's next week right yeah it's like june 6 or something like that i think or june something yeah, better not be GN6 about to get blown the fuck out the water. By who? Diablo. Oh. Uh, I feel like the overlap isn't like crazy there. Shit. See, Street Fighter 6. That I think is... it's June 2nd. June 2nd, yeah. Yeah, same day yeah. Spider Cross Spider Verse dropped that day. Yep. Oh, oh brother. Diablo 4. Hey, yeah, it's four days before Diablo. Well, Diablo 4 also comes out on the second if you get the deluxe or the, the one above it. Okay. Which I do. Do we have, we had a good little run on Diablo 3. I do. I'm excited to play that. You got it pre ordered. Me? Diablo yeah. 4? Yes. Oh. oh, shout out to Jamal. I didn't pre order that game. When oh, I go to it in the PlayStation Store, it says Tyrell's account has it pre ordered. Oh, I think it's because I played the beta for oh. a little bit oh. for a hot second, probably like pre pre-ordered it uh shit that's kind of it or no they announced the metal gear collection so metal gear one two and three are gonna be in metal gear delta yeah which i'm excited to play that because i haven't played metal gear one since i was like fucking seven years old i hope that they do like they put three into the fox engine so that way it's not like each tile you load into it's just one big open jungle mm-hmm. um that'd, that'd be, be a, dope a good change to it it's three the one that had jamal you were always telling me about the nigga who you had like he was like yeah yeah like just change the, the time of your settings and he'll die of old age that's crazy that's some great crazy shit it's they did crazy. something like that i think it was on one as well with uh you put your controller into the second port on the PlayStation. You got to yeah, the memory card and turn it upside mm-hmm. down or some shit like that. Yeah. To fight Psycho Mantis at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was this game, the Talos Principle, that looked kind of good. Couldn't yeah. tell you a single thing about what it's about, but it looked really cool. I own that on Steam. Oh, the first one was like $2 at some point. Yeah. Never Have played, you it. played it. Nope. Oh, okay. Couldn't tell you. It's a puzzle game, though. I know that. Uh, I know that, that marathon game you was talking about that Blake, or you told us about it. I never heard of that before. Yeah, that, it, I think this is a reboot, so I don't like. Yeah, I don't it, know the story from the first one. I remember it had a fucking dope ass rocket launcher. It's the first SPS I ever played way back on the PC. Um, the young young lad. When I looked it up, it, it said that shit came out in '96. Yeah, there's more than one though. I think there's at least two. Okay, well, I think the last one was in '96. Then. Okay, um, which is yeah, so crazy. yeah. Played that way back then, um, and yeah, I trust them to do good things. Cause Bundy knows how to make gun shooting feel good, so yeah, they do. That's their shit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I guess for the sh- like, 
I saw a lot of people saying that, like, if this was a state of play, they'd feel better about it because it was, like, just a bunch of sh- random shit that a lot of people probably won't play or, like, aren't excited about. For the PlayStation Showcase and this being, like, the lead-in to Summer Games Fest, I was kind of expecting, like, a little bit more big title stuff, like something from, like, Last of Us Factions, maybe, or, like... Like, what could they have? Like, seriously, like, you think about, like, their first-party titles. Like, what could they have ready to go right now? God of War we got last year. Last of Us isn't going to continue. Well, Last of Us Factions is still, like, they've confirmed that that's coming out. What is so that? They, that's going to be the their, online multiplayer. Yeah, that's a multiplayer they had from the first game. Oh. Ah. Uh, mm, okay. Um, and I would imagine it would be better than the, the first one was solid. And I'd imagine yeah, the no, one people want better. that back. People used to sure. beat the shit out of me on that when I tried to play it. <laughs> Niggas just hit you with two by fours. Beat the fuck out of you on that game. Uh, I know people were expecting to see something, not me. People were expecting to see something like Ghost of Tsushima two related, which it would like the fact that is they that showed confirmed? Us, Sucker Punch has like been hiring for a second game. They haven't confirmed that. That's Couldn't that be infamous? I highly doubt it. I couldn't imagine it's Infamous. I think Infamous is done. I think Infamous Infamous Second Son would be a great PS5 re-release because that game looked incredible. Yeah, it, it did. did look really good. I can't yeah. imagine. They, I can't imagine after Ghost that they bring that back though. I think that'd be that, that'd be a good way to tie people over. But yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, they made I, enough yeah. of a shift. I, I I was listening to something they were talking about like their the job listing they had was like specifically talking about like sword fighting like previous history in developing sword fighting or some shit like that. Um, so people were expecting that to come out or maybe like another online like Legends for Ghost of Tsushima was. Sunset Overdrive 2? Sure. Is that them too? Mm-hmm. Insom- that's an insomnia, yeah. yeah. I, I never right. played that. You said Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Punch. My fault. I'm tripping. Yeah, I've never played that. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess people were... I, I was expecting a little bit more like, oh, okay, like I'm looking forward to this. Because the last um, showcase we got is when we got like the Spider-Man thing, the Wolverine thing, like you got some like bigger stuff. And Spider-Man's coming out in the fall, so like three, four months from now. So I, I definitely thought like, we'd get something for Wolverine, like just like show me something. Show a nigga cut a tree. <laughs> Rider strike, man. You're right. Reach as far and wide. Oh, they did show a uh, Final Fantasy 16. That dropped in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah, it draws very shortly. That's supposed I'm, to be really good. Yeah, I, I, the videos of it look amazing. I'm not getting that shit day one, but when it they goes said they, they're stuff, inspired by God of War Two combat, oh, like shit. old God of War Two. Mm. Yeah, Final Fantasy always looks so fucking good. I can just never get into those. Those games yeah. look incredible. They've made them action games now, though, so it's yeah. not RPG anymore. Well, it is RPG, but it's not like turn based, so you can. It's easier to, to hop in and bop around. Jamal, which one? Which one was the one where you're like in a boy band riding around in like a fucking the last out? one? Fifteen. Oh, Fifteen. Yeah, I tried to play that one. I was like, nigga, I'm not fucking with this. A Lincoln lawyer car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that game fucking took forever. That shit looked incredible, but I played that shit for like five hours. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking out of here. That shit took me forever to beat. They're telling shit to do on there. But yeah, other, other than that, there's nothing. Either of you, uh, Blake, you got your PSVR two yet? Uh, no, but I, I've, I've seen multiple people say that Gran Turismo Seven in in PSVR two is like the most incredible gaming experience they've ever had. So I do plan on getting one at some point. I had a crazy. You got to hit a parlay. Yeah. Well, I had, I had one tonight. If thirty dollars to get back five racks in uh, 
yeah, it didn't go my way. What was it? Yeah, here we go. This is the part they love. I love I love that Blake has turned into us since he moved to Colorado. Because he can it's easier for him to do it. He could do it on the fly. He can make live free money. Hey, actually, every episode you should do one live bit. Mm. We just do these so late though, it's hard to like pick something, but yeah, yeah, just do it for something in the next day. All right. Oh my god, only two of the legs on this hit. So I had Caleb Martin under 13 and a half points. He scored 14. Caleb Martin under four and a half rebounds. He got five. Kevin Love under four and a half rebounds. He got six. Kevin Love under five and a half points. He got six. Jimmy Butler over (laughs) 0.5 threes. He made none. Um, This thing got everything wrong. Holy shit. Jalen Brown under five and a half rebounds. I hit that. Um, Kyle Lowry under 11 and a half points. I hit that. Duncan Robinson under eight and a half points. I missed that. He he scored 16. Nigga, you hit two legs out of like a 13 leg. (laughs) Other than Duncan Robinson, the fact that everything was wrong by like one or that's what I'm saying. I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah, you tried to play me like I was close. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I'll blame you the same leg that you hit. Like, damn, this nigga hit any legs? Yeah, I hit two. I mean, yeah. What I what pisses me off about Fanduel though is that it like when so when you uh, don't hit on a parlay, they move from your active tab to your settled tab. But it'll just show how much you wagered, not how much that was going to hit for. It yeah. still has the odds on there, but like you have to do the math then to figure out what it was. Yeah. I wish it kept the number of how much I I missed out on or how much I didn't yeah. win. Yeah, you got screenshots of shit before. Yeah. The, how how have you been dealing with the gambling since you've been out there? You you spending you spending too much money yet, or are you still gambling with the free money? Uh no, I'm out of the free money now. But um <laughs> I I don't know. It's just it's just sometimes like I feel like okay, cool, like only, only play with what you're willing to lose. So you're not itching yet. You're not no. checking it right when you get up in the morning. No, 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 okay. no. no. I'll, I'll normally be like I'm listening to like a podcast or something, or I read something online, and then I'm like, hmm, let me go look, and then I do something. Okay. Or I, can, I get bored and like I'm like, well, let me look at the baseball games for today. I'm gonna put five dollars on here and try to pick all the winners. Got it. Okay. Like I play like scratch tickets basically. Like yeah. I shoot for the okay. moon. That's not bad. Are you been for uh, Miami to close out the next game? Probably not. That's not something that doesn't sound fun to me. At best, Miami at home. I know, but like that's because in order for that to get me back a fun amount of money, I'd have to put a bunch of money on it, probably. Which that's not. Oh no, I'm, I'm just talking about you. Can just do a same game parlay, like just pick whoever you think to win. I know. I do like player props. That's what. Yeah, I yeah do. player props. Yeah. Yeah. But. No, I, I would need to hear something captivating and then I'd go back in there. But side note, um, well, so Gilbert Arena's a show. They talk about shit like that on there. But also um, in, the, in the Ringer podcast, basketball one, um, Raja Bell has a show in there. And that's, that's one oh, wow. we're checking out. Yeah, that man is funny. <laughs> it's called, I think it's called Real Ones or something like that. Um, I don't that's know. That's funny. That's hella around. That is random as hell. Did you buy that Stanley Cup behind you with your uh, parlay winnings? No, that's my wife. She just lets me okay. eat it. I, I thought about buying a Marrow one. We went to REI for the uh, the anniversary sale. She wasn't on sale. She didn't get it. I didn't know these were popping like that. So I, looked, I tried to get myself one. Nigga, I went on TikTok one day and all of a sudden people were talking about them. And then I saw how much they were. People are like, go crazy over those. Some chick flipped her. Flipped her car over, went back to the side of the accident, was like, 
Well, thank God my Stanley Cup survived. I'm like, bitch, you didn't survive. What's happening right now? We went to the zoo and she had this with her, and some some girl with her family was like, "Nice Stanley." Nigga, just a cup. It's a double insulated thermos that really does keep shit cold or hot for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, and it fits inside the cup holders for the car, which most things these sizes are like forty ounces. Don't. Yep. So like this shit that I gotta fucking lay down on my cup holder. It keeps shit yeah. cold forever, but I gotta like put it on my seat. It'd be leaking every once I in a while. Got a cupboard full of those type of things. Yeah, and they they don't fit in cup holders. This one does. The, there's I've seen women How much with shit's like. Called? Supposed to be forty dollars or something like yeah. that. But, they're like wow. forty to eighty bucks. Yeah. On like, because chicks begin like special edition, uh, like different colors, like different companies, like brand with them. It's it's incredible. Yeah, That's one of those good. things that like you don't really. I feel like if I wasn't married to a white woman, I wouldn't know about it because like white women are locked in. That's how it got introduced to my life. <laughs> they locked in with them joints. Yeah. I, we sure. me and Amira went to a restaurant. Some chick put her Stanley Cup on the table. I'm like you. Bitch, you're in public. Put that shit away. This is the Olive Garden, ma'am. They're giving you water here. <laughs> Why do you have this? <laughs> uh, he, he was in Red Lobster? No, nah, we was at some place in Eatonville when we went out for our anniversary. This is a different story for a different day. Where is hey, it? It's far. It's like 45, 50 minutes away. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Blake. You got any special plans for tomorrow? You got anything fun planned? What y'all doing? I'm going to work. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. That's not fun. Yeah. Hey, man, I, um, I, me and me and uh, my daughter made a cake today. So uh, um, got her some flowers. And then I'm going to come home and cook tomorrow. Shout out to you. Yeah. I took, uh, I took two weeks off of work just for like my mental health to like not think about work for a little bit. <laughs> Was it been great? <laughs> hey man, you do what you want when you pop it. About to go get our toes done tomorrow morning. Screwdrivers got him stressing, boy. <laughs> hey, now that I'm the leader, now that I'm the leader of the screwdrivers, fuck yeah. <laughs> the shit I be having to deal with at work, I be wanting to fight people regularly. I, feel you. I, feel I be you. wanting I to know. fight my like coworkers on a day Idiots. <laughs> oh, it's stupid. So nah, hold on, hold on. So I put this on here. Like, what is the wildest I'm busy you've gotten back when you try to make plans with somebody? Do y'all have anything off top for that? What's the wildest I'm busy? Um, Other than being like, ignored altogether? No, like, when I, somebody tells you what they're doing is to why they can't do whatever you're uh, asking. Uh, I'd really have to think about it, honestly. I know motherfuckers be lying. I be giving out some crazy I'm busy shits. I ain't even gonna lie. I be lying my ass off. What one you can think of out of your bag? Um, <laughs> well, my grandma somewhere. We doing something? All right, that's like I, I typically blame it on like a family member. Like, oh no, I gotta go, like go do okay. this with my mom or do this with my brother. I feel All like right. I haven't gotten it because I'm typically the person who's given the I'm busy. I feel like I'm not like hitting people up like, hey, you trying to do this thing with me? It's you like if I do, it's like, oh, I gotta work, like, or something like that. Okay, so yeah, I don't have any crazy ones. Here's why I put this on here. So, shout out to my mom. Um, oh no, yeah, we were she was supposed to, um, <laughs> she, she, she she tried to FaceTime me to talk to Brindley, and I think I was doing something, so like, I couldn't answer, but I was like, hey, we'll get back with you, um, tomorrow, or whatever. And she's like, oh, tomorrow I'm gonna be at the burial at sea all day. 
Like, wait, the, what the, the fuck? burial at sea? Yes. <laughs> what? Why did he just drop that casually? But look, so I'm like, oh, okay, all right. That's what I said back to because I was like, I didn't want to be insensitive. I know she probably told me what this was about before, but I don't. I just didn't remember. Um, but either way, like, so long story less, it was actually, um, I guess he's my my great cousin. He passed away back in 2020 from COVID, and they're just now finally putting his ashes out. Oh, I thought you were going to say his body. No, no, no. <laughs> say, nigga, cremated. what are you talking about? He's cremated. But, um, <laughs> okay. Either way, yeah, like. That's not a burial. That's what it's called. <laughs> Yo, Tyrell is hella stupid, man. Shut the fuck no, up. Well, so either way, when I read the thing, I was like, bro, what? Like. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking plans, but I just I thought it was funny because I just seen somebody on TikTok who was saying that like I didn't know burials at sea were still a thing, and they were showing like they had somebody like wrapped up with flowers on them and shit, and they dumped them in the water. You watch White was, Lotus? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tanya, the way her head hit that boat. <laughs> when I see her head hit that boat. <laughs> I did Jamal, not have the boat taken, Tanya. Yeah, Jamal, Jamal, have you watched The White Lotus? Not season two. Well, the whole oh, shit, my, my fault. That's all good. Hey, I'm, season I'm the one I get to it. Oh, we talked about it on here. It might have been a me and Tyrell episode. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah. Jamal wasn't on here. That shit was stressful. Uh, oh my god, I hate that it shit. Came out like fucking John Wick. No, this whole, whole season two is stressful. Okay, oh, uh, next one at Life After Ring. Saw the ring camera this fucking week. Um, let me just say, like. When, when you don't have these things, right, like, there's a certain level of um, bliss that you get by the ignorance of not knowing what's going on around you all the time. Um, but then, like, you get Ring, and then, like, you get, like, see what other people are recording on theirs, like, Porsche Pirates, people are rummaging through cars, uh, someone up the street had a fucking bobcat go through their backyard. Just all this type of shit you don't realize is going on around you that now, like, you're aware of, and it just kind of makes you, like, it's not that things are unsafe, but it's, like, damn, like, definitely need to be a bit more aware about stuff so that's cool I also put up a no soliciting sign but people don't stop for that so that's it's also awesome being in those like those facebook groups or like seeing those groups where it's like oh like look out for this person there was somebody like across not our alley but the alley over from us where like their car got stolen they have it on the ring light and i'm like i'm watching like nigga is that my backyard like hold Mm -hmm. on what the fuck is happening right now you're just like you are watching somebody like casually, like, okay, let me see if there's a camera. Okay, I'm getting in this car, I'm fiddling around and doing shit. And like when it happens to you, you don't have any idea. Like somebody steals something off your porch, you don't fucking know. But you watch <laughs> it, it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Well, so there was um there was one on here, like where it was a night, like at the end of April, these same people hit like six different driveways and like took shit out of cars, like God in a, probably like a I don't know, like three mile radius. Like so Where'd they was the all up and down it. And that's the other... Cra- yes, the cars were unlocked. They just opened the doors and got in. Ugh. It was rummaging through. I was like, I do remember. Lord. My grandpa used to always tell me, because he used to do it, he would leave his car unlocked, because he was like, it's probably cheaper. To- if you don't leave shit in your car, it's cheaper to replace whatever they take than to have to like, fix your window. So he would just leave his shit unlocked. And I'm like, I do that sometimes, because like, I ain't got nothing in my car but some like bullshit like outdoor equipment. So, but I, Yeah, it's all I fun against when they snatch your radio, and then you got to deal with that. But yeah, the- the- or they snatch your whole car. Yeah, that too. Man, they still Hyundai or Kia. Nigga, I remember when we lived in fucking stadium district, somebody broke an Ameris car. The I think I've said it on here before. They stole Chipotle napkins and a fucking ETC jacket that I had. 
but the most expensive part was replacing both of her fucking windows because they both broke both passenger windows. We had to replace oh. both, but I got the windows tinted, so I couldn't fucking like. I had a like they're still not retinted, so she has two windows that aren't tinted, and I gotta pay. Yeah, more you gotta to pay for that, tinted. yeah. Yeah, so it's like you can do it yourself. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen me. I see too many people riding around with them tinted windows that got like bubbles all over them and shit like that. And I'm not about to have my bitch riding around swaggerless, so we ain't doing that. Right. He's about to have to get seen. Um, all right, so we can skip this ghost face being a terrible fucking father thing. Just shame on you, uh, Ghostini. Do better. Are you, are you surprised? Hey man, uh, you know he, he yes. made supreme clientele. He okay. you can't be a great father and make that album. All right, Does he uh, got time to take your kids to school? So, are you rapping that? Speaking of terrible things Jamal has done, <laughs> oh, shit. shout out to show your work, um, oh, Tyrell. He wasn't oh, here for the fuck. trial. I was not. But we're going to put him wait. on Front Street a second time. And also, I just want to say, um, the Sydney Sweeney slander was not necessary, nor was the Florence Pugh. Uh, these men over there are very biased. If, wait, if, well, if it's white, it's not right, is what I heard over there. So yeah, nah, they're, Okay. That's exactly why Larry's never coming on the show again. I'll be right back. Umar, you're not going to see? Oh. You need to see this. Oh, okay. They're tweets. Right. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, it's like we got we got put on. But you gotta read them because people, people listening to the show can't. I will. I guess so. Yeah, go if you want to. All right. So what happened is Jamal went over to the Show Your Work uh, podcast. They did a, a trial. They did my man very bad. Got a mugshot of him up and everything. Um, on. can we fast forward to when they get to showing your smuttery? Yeah, it's starting right now. All right, man. So he said he wanted to dress like uh, Marcus Houston when he was dressed like a couch cover. Uh, he goes to the Met Gala. <laughs> so just see through everything. Pretty bad. The homie called it a, a stadium-approved purse. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to dress like a backpack at the bad school. It's crazy. Yeah, that's funny. A Oakland backpack? Yeah. <laughs> Alternative school backpack. I don't think that's that crazy though. Uh, Jamal had notifications on for uh, Bella Danger coming back to, to cameo. A little crazy. That ain't even that bad, honestly. Yeah. Everybody was just kind of like check checking and following people when they first hopped on that app. You had notifications on for what? I thought you don't know their names. I know, I know her. I know. Oh no, you know her. Okay, I, I know her. <laughs> okay, she's a real estate agent. And a no. student. Ah, no, you did it wrong. No, she's not. This is not the real estate agent. That's a Bella Anderson. Oh, okay, oh, <laughs> he did the same that. shit okay. I did. Yeah, yeah, the same. <laughs> you trying to put? You trying to throw me under the bus too? I remember I found out that a Bella Anderson was a real estate Yo, agent. So my fucking dad followed her on Instagram. Jamal trying to say this was my phone. <laughs> 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 I put Blake under the bus and like tried to lie to him. You did exactly what I just did. Talked about Abella Anderson, not Abella Danger. The crazy part about Jamal with Marcus Houston fit is I brought that up in a group chat that me and him are in together because we were talking about how like nasty of a person Marcus Houston is for fucking marrying a 19 year old or he married an 18 year old like the day she turned 18. He went by Batman and Batman's a groomer. So come on, bro. I put that picture and I was like, yeah, we should have known that uh, this was him. Like, he was nasty when we seen him in this fit. And Jamal was like, yeah, I want to be him. Hey, this was way before we had that conversation. But Okay, whatever uh, you say. Time it it ain't over. It ain't over. 
Come on, load the next, load the next, load the next, load the next. <laughs> All right. So Jamal oh, tweeted from the comfort of his own home at the end of last month that he had a dream last night that Sidney Sweeney hit him with the Bronco Buster. I must have been off of work because it was at 8 a.m. The, that's the thing. This at work. That's my least favorite part about following Jamal is he'll he will really tweet about whatever he's thinking about whenever he's thinking about it. It'll be fucking 6:42 a.m. and he's tweeting about like some bitch like squirting on him from across the room or something like that. Yeah, that's why the Bronco. Oh, Buster, okay, that's too far. Uh, like I I'd take the five star frog splash probably. <laughs> no, nah, I would take the. Uh, Look at the Bronco like Buster. A sleeper hole, but from the front. Mm. <laughs> Reverse sleeper hole. Yep. I yeah. got you. Slandering hey, man, Sweeney is crazy. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. Probably oh, I'm... about the uh the cross oh. face, you know, because then she they're like on oh, no, your back. No. Mm. Right. Face yeah. up cross face. There we go. She speed it up. <laughs> I can't tell you what con- I'm just going to- nah. I just I just watched the Bron- Bronco Buster and that tweet needs to be taken down off of this. All right. So Jamal watched the, the video. It was this Cardi B and Normani. Yeah. Have you seen that video, Tyrell? Yes. Cardi B like on the channel. Okay. Because of your tweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so you feel me. I didn't think you were wrong. He okay. requested to, to drive his car off a bridge so he can be reincarnated as the chains from the video, which is crazy because the video's over, so you can't like you're just gonna be sitting inside a fucking storage bin somewhere. <laughs> but. I'm, I'm mad that all of these tweets have like 200 views, two likes, the and chains one got bookmark. residue on them. Who the fuck is bookmarking these tweets? Who bookmarked this? The nasty master himself who organized this trial, which he was on our podcast last week. Yeah, I didn't. This ain't even that bad. If if you see the video, yeah, no. I, now I feel bad because I told Larry I would show up for this and I didn't. But Jamal has worse than this. This is like low grade. Bro, smut. you should have seen some of the, what the other niggas were saying. Well, and so. I felt like that when I was in here, but I was like, that'd be foul of me to like throw <laughs> fuel on the fire. I'm gonna see what they got in my mids. <laughs> let me tell you all the freaking shit Jamal's actually saying. Yeah, like <laughs> y'all got the light shit. Hey, shout out to Donnie. You should see what like, he had. Uh, his pin tweet. His Donnie's pin tweet. I just went to a Twitter the other day. It was like, I'm a big nigga. All I need is a, a good haircut and a nice pair of shoes to fuck your bitch. And I was like, God damn. What you want niggas to see on the walkthrough? Shout out to Donnie. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, this, t- just, this is just Halloween. Yeah, this was Miles. Jamal got a picture of some guy with his face painted yellow like Homer Simpson. And next to it is Cardi B dresses. Uh, was it Marge Simpson? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it's me getting ready to sniff that peacock tattoo she got. Honestly, I'm, I'm upset by the low grade of smuttery they had you on because you yeah. have some flagrant fucking tweets that I've like I've considered blocking you over. Before. I thought he was gonna shut like put the ones on where he's me like telling like Nicole Dashi good morning and stuff or like yeah, yeah they they didn't do well. If, if you know who that name is, you're a real beater. Every, once, every once in a while, I see Jamal still tweet at Tay Heckard in 2023. Oh no. Oh, now okay. the next the only the last one is really crazy. Honestly. 
Yeah, no, this one wasn't bad. Yeah, no. That was strong. (laughs) (laughs) So Jamal said he wants to be held up on a wall um, by Selena Kyle. Yeah. What shit go down? I don't know, man. No, no, no. He didn't say he wanted to be held up on a wall. He he tweeted a picture of a scrawny white man getting hoisted up by an Amazonian white woman. Getting his meat sucked off, saying Shout me and Phoenix Selena, Marie. I know y'all know the name. Selena training while Legend. Joker blowing up children hospitals. I was trying to paint a picture, like that's how extreme it could be, and I'm like, bro, I don't care. Because <laughs> think about it, in the Dark Knight. Didn't didn't Joker like have like the, when they, when he put the prisoner niggas on a boat? Like, yo, y'all gonna put these prisoners on this boat, or y'all gonna let me blow up these hospitals? That's the oh, picture I was trying to paint. She got him up there like the geeks oh, while lifting the TV, bro. That shit crazy. What does that have to do with this nigga being? Hey, fucking, she's still active in the game too, man. Hey, being hamstrings or shoulder blades right now. Fucking Beth Phoenix over here. Holy shit, hey man, legend in the this game, was, man. This, that might be motivation for me to lose weight her, though. I, her I, her I like jersey in the rafters. Jesus Christ. Dude, uh, side note. She put her, it up there too, strong ass. Dude, I Wait. saw uh, Rachel Stardew still doing scenes. All right, y'all. This has been episode 103 <laughs> of the Focus Podcast. Um, like, bro, it's 2023. I don't know if you're in like both of We are gone. <laughs> so mad he got this ready. <laughs>